This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Shutterstock.com. Find over 20 million stock photos, vectors, illustrations, and video clips. For 30% off your new account, go to Shutterstock.com and use offer code ROOSTERTEETH9. That's ROOSTERTEETH and the number 9. This podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. That's audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. That was awesome. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast, the first live streaming podcast ever. In the history of the Internet, we are the first ever live streaming podcast. After three decades of our podcast, Podcast. We are finally going live. Three streaming. decades. Two, yeah. two decades. Two decades. Two decades. Well, so. it depends. Mayan calendar, maybe three decades. Yeah. I actually had a good idea for a shirt, which was the Rushi Podcast, defiantly casting pods in three decades. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make that shirt. We should. I, I tried to see if I could get a defiantly shirt made in time for the podcast. Didn't defiantly. happen. Just a shirt. We're that not says there defiantly, for that? and that's it. You yeah. were there during that podcast. I was. Were you awake during that so podcast? So was every single person on the fucking planet. You know what? I kind of regret that whole discussion about Defiantly on Twitter because that has turned my entire Twitter feed into people just posting Defiantly posts to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gus, congratulations. I know you worked really hard on hey. getting this thing set up. A lot of people worked real hard. Uh, yeah, I, but you I, bitched the most about I it. I bitched the most, and I complain a lot. You should have a beer. But, uh, yes, Cheers. I have a beer in, uh, in celebration. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, look. I, I hey. looked earlier, we were in here, and Barbara was like, I, I love how... All of the work for the podcast happened on the last day. Okay. I was like, fuck you. Okay, 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 okay. Fuck you. I know it wasn't all the work that happened on the last day, but it seemed like today it was like, oh shit, we got to get the audio You know going. why? Because today's the day we have to go. Okay. That's a good point. You know, <laughs> that is true about anything in production. We always say it takes as long as we have, mm-hmm. and that's how long it takes to get something done. Because if we ever finish it on Monday and like it's not due till Friday, we're still going to spend Monday through Friday working on the thing and making it better. Yeah. yeah well, like yeah. for example, like the ultimate example here for the podcast is with you know ten minutes till we went live, we we're worried about the lighting for the rocks down here at the bottom <laughs> of the table. Yeah. You can only see it in the wide angle shot. What are the rocks? Um, they're they're just there for luck. No, they're weighing down this uh, this cabinet in front of us. Obviously, yes. This thing otherwise would just float right off. But I mean, it's just like that—that's the kind of things you worry about. It's like until you're ready to go, until it has to go out the door, you're like tweaking little that's things. That's when everyone becomes critical and nitpicky. What's that? It's last minute. Oh fuck! We'll change everything on the fly anyway. My favorite part about it is that it upsets you, and you stomp around here upset and act like you're not upset, and then we all ask you a thousand times if you're upset. The best thing is like I've been looking at some of the monitors while we're setting up and just seeing the test close-ups on Gus's face. We <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks so like, miserable. So comment and then would just be like. We had, a, I think, we had a four-hour discussion about fucking mannequins. I know, yeah, and look at them. Look at them. They were great. Mannequins. They were getting cut after fucking four hours. No, no, they were up, and then they had shirts on all of a sudden. Then they were wearing army fatigues, and they had Minecraft heads, and now they're gone. The problem was is that they were naked mannequins. So there was a debate where do we want them to be naked? Do we want them to be clothed? We had the female one behind me. This thing is a naked mannequin. Thank you. Thank you. What does that mean? You know, like just not with anything on it. Okay, this is. We're gonna get another discussion about genitalia. Which is too much. It's too too. It's you know, too much with the genitalia. So we were. What do you mean him? It's just me. Genitals. Yeah. Very good. So very good, Jared. <laughs> Everyone has genitals. So Barbara That's and I right up there with people like grapes. People like grapes. I was no, just gonna no. say. Barbara and I were in Philadelphia this weekend, and the number one comment about the podcast was, "Tell Gavin to stop talking about his penis." 
Like, I had multiple I people say, why does Gavin always talk about his penis? I said this to Gavin today. I said, all you do is talk about dicks all day. He goes, what are you talking about? I, like, rattled off in the last week, like, ten things yeah. he talked about or posted online that had to do with dicks. So I feel like he doesn't talk about, you know, I feel like you don't talk. I'm on I, your side I on this one. I honestly feel like I'm dying. No, I'm it's a dick heavy. Average number of <laughs> dick heavy no, dick conversations. True. Okay, how do I request, oh. how do I request a beverage? Let me oh, have you want a beverage? Yes, please. Also, one thing I want to point out about this one right here is that if you leave a goddamn whiteboard with nothing on it, she comes along with a sweet little face and draws dicks no. all over the thing. Well, Lindsay does that out there. Have you seen well, one there? But the thing with Barbara is she doesn't just draw dicks. She draws really angry dicks. Stop doing that. <laughs> Not angry dicks. Detailed dicks. Do you Detailed, go? girthy, veiny. Oh, God. Jesus. It's, no, it's even yeah. more disgusting than you're imagining. No, yeah. uh, you, we've talked about the time when we had the, the tour come through, right? And we had like this little, like, this family, this really nice, sweet mom, and there was a whiteboard there. That was the before I was hired. Destroyed with penises. Yeah. It was RTX last year. Oh, God. Yeah, it was yeah. before I was actually hired. There was a giant whiteboard in the, I want to say the kitchen, and it was completely <laughs> blank. And I was like, I'm just going to fill long. this entire whiteboard with dicks because it was. Completely blank, so, and I was there for a week. Because you see, you see a blank whiteboard, and you're thinking, "Well, that that obviously needs that penis." Well, I wasn't it. doing anything all week, so I needed something. <laughs> so we had this discussion because somebody there's a whiteboard in there for scheduling for. We actually record this in the uh, annex, which is where we do most of our live action stuff. Yeah. And it's Brandon's office, and Lindsay and Chris are in there, and Kyle in there as well. Hi, Kyle. And. Uh, Somebody had this whiteboard, and sure enough, somebody drew a dick on it. And I blamed you, and you said it wasn't you, it was Lindsay. And it turns out Lindsay drew a flaccid penis ejaculating. I said, that's totally incorrect. <laughs> and then we find out, as part of that discussion, Gavin, it's, it was two steps deep, but Gavin said he didn't know that men get erections in their sleep. That he didn't know that happened. <laughs> Not in any way true. What did you say then? I said, I, no, you said you can't... Uh, like I said, it's the spewed yourself if, unless you have a boner. Right. That's and a, I'm saying it's a medical podcast now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm the, the boner does not exist. There is no spooging. I did might say not that. necessarily be true. <laughs> that's that's how like, like computer science now. You're, if, you're stealing this or, conversation back onto my penis. I'm gonna have to talk about my <laughs> This is on topic. This is part. This is part of the topic. Oh yeah. god. Can we, is there any way we can get something get Gus to spew? No. Men get erections in their sleep. I do know, and I know the reason. It's so you don't piss yourself in your sleep. <laughs> it's not what? True. what? It's true. Because when you have a rock on, you can't pee easily. Like it's like a valve that like swings over. It's like spunk. So piss. how do women keep from pissing themselves at night? Uh, like get a clit on or something. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What, you can't, I think Barbara even, knows way more about male yeah. anatomy than you know about female anatomy. You can I'm tell just bet, by my drawings. I'm going to bet. You can't, you can't pee if you have a boner. I can. I can. How do you do it? You can totally pee if you have a boner. Yeah, the problem with peeing right? with a boner is the angle. That's the only thing that's a problem. No, nah, that's right. It's not, it's, there's, a, there's a valve in there. Don't you just kind of just tease it down? Don't, you don't know anything. Shut you know. Up. He's don't, making sure that doesn't work. I just draw them, that's it. I honestly think that when you have a rock on in the night, it's so you don't just have a dream and pee. You know, your body, have you ever talked about this where your body goes through a process where when you're sleeping, it will paralyze your body. It's like your gross motor functions are paralyzed while you're sleeping. It's so like when you have a dream and you're running, you don't start running in your bed and start lashing out. Some people well, do. You talked about that thing where you wake up and you, your body won't move. And right? I have that. So that, I wake up before, so that, up before the paralysis wakes off and I have sleep paralysis I get sometimes. Did you ever see that's that video freaking. clip of the dog? Yes. That's running in the, in the sleep oh, and then yeah. something yeah. runs into a wall. <laughs> like it's full on running on the ground yeah. while it's sleeping <laughs> and then it like stands up and runs into a wall. You know they say you're not going to wake someone up if they're sleepwalking. Yeah, I don't know about that. Why is that? 
I think they think it's. I think it's an old wives' tale. I don't think there's any truth to that. I don't think that. that's true either. What Maybe. is it about also, like that feeling of falling when yeah. you're sleeping? What is that? I is don't that know. just you dreaming? No, no. It's your body just probably reacting like. Because that will wake you up every time. You think your body would fucking react to itself shutting down? Like that's a yeah. weird thing. Should we should we test the video portion of our podcast and see if this thing works? The dog sure, running. Let's play the dog right. running. I've got, in his sleep. got the dog running in his sleep here. Full screen it though, so we don't. All go. right. I don't know how. We can... All right. Is All right. Going to show up. Is this going to show up? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, there it is. And here we go. So that dog is clearly asleep. Or dead. Oh, yeah. oh. There goes the foot. Yeah. Oh. He's thinking about it. Oh, it sees him. Oh. See something. There's a rabbit. There's a rabbit. Hey, so. This is a much longer video than I ever would be. There he goes. There he goes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's getting that rabbit. <laughs> uh, oh, oh. I was like, what? Then, boosh! <laughs> I forgot it bangs his head into the wall. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That's a <laughs> so, wow, that bug on that video is stupidvideos.com. Do you that's remember that? Tail, yeah. No. We used to watch. That's you can go to that. If they like had a TV on the site, and you would just click little videos, and they would just run all day. Jesus. Uh, it was one of the wow. like pre YouTube. I like that slow motion sound. Yeah. How many views are on that? Look at that real quick. How many views are on that thing? That thing has 1.8 wow. million views. 1.88 million views. Not How hard would we work to make a 1.8 million <laughs> yeah. view video? God, they just put up a thing of a dog running into a wall. Dude, so <laughs> the internet has killed shows like America's Funniest Home Videos, right? Like pretty much. Er, earlier today, we, we so. watched like 45 minutes of just a fail compilation. That was fun. That was fun. It was hilarious. When's the last time you saw an episode of America's Funniest Home Videos? I watch it all the time. I still do. Really? And the, the the interesting thing to me is they still have that that promo when they cut the commercial. It's like if you have a funny video, send it to us by mail to our PO box, you know, up, or upload it to our website. And it still says if you want your videotape back, include you know three ninety or four twenty for really? wow. for shipping and handling. Who's still sending in tapes? It's like who when it's the digital? fuck? Are, I guess it's the people who aren't watching these videos on the internet. That's true. Yeah. They still are recording things on VHS. Remember VHS C? Yep. It was a VHS. It was compact VHS, and it fit into the bigger VHS cartridge. Right. Yeah. They like came with like a little cartridge. You've never seen this. Tapes into. It's so fucking dumb. I was was moving some stuff around my house, and I found a whole box full of digital eight cassettes. Do you remember those? I do because good luck finding something that can play those now. Yeah. You have to buy like a handy cam that will play digital eight. I have one. Good luck getting one. Exactly. No, I've got I've got hundreds of hours of tape on digital eight that I probably will never see again. You'd be better off like figuring out a way to play it on Atari twenty six (laughs) hundred. Actually, one of the tapes I found. was from my performance when I worked at the Great Movie Ride in uh, Disney World. So it was like actually me giving my show at Disney World. So do you I think you would remember your speech? If oh, you got here, if you gave us, <laughs> if you gave us the rest of the goddamn podcast, what? Yeah, let's talk about Disney. And let's Orlando. go. Yeah, we get Jack started on Disney. It's fucking over. I'm just over. curious if we'll he remembers his year. like little shtick that he did. I was going to say if you, give, if you give me the script and give me about four hours, I could probably. What about Jack's little shtick? Hey! And we're back. What I just heard it was take you four hours to read a page of dialogue. No, to memorize it. Oh, I see. Like to get it back, like again. I bet you could do it. I bet uh, if you looked at it once, you'd be good to go. No, I, I feel like so. I missed that was, out. That was a decade ago. Missed out on what? I feel like my yeah. generation just missed like high definition babies. Like all the vi- all the videos of me as a kid are like mushy, crappy yeah. VHS. If I was born like ten years later, it would have been. It would have been good. <laughs> I can tell you, I lived through the era when we went from everyone having film cameras to everyone having... Why are you laughing about that? It's not a big deal. <laughs> to having everyone going to digital. And it's just like kind of like the mobile phones with the flashes now. 
they're just shitty. They were, the pictures then were just shitty. They were like one megapixel cameras or like half a megapixel cameras. And so for like two years, all your pictures were shitty. And then they got great when DSLRs yeah, came out. There was that good stage on TV as well where everything was shot on film and then video came out. And yep. the first video just looked like crap. And then the video got better. But there was a, a period where like the old stuff looks better than the new stuff. And then it looks good again. Have you ever watched like a football game from the 80s? Yeah. Oh, like God. the titles are awful. It just oh looks terrible. God. And everything's but then like you look smeared. the 60s, it's all film. And it looks fucking badass. Yeah, it's narrated by a badass dude. Yeah, it's so <laughs> great. rescan all the film in high def now. Like all the old stuff. Like yeah. they did that with all the Bond movies and they looked like they were shot yesterday. I've seen Crazy. some, uh, I think I saw an episode of Seinfeld that someone had done an HD transfer on. Uh, and it looked awesome. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. As nerdy well, as it is, they, they redid all the Next Generation episodes. They had to redo HD. the visual effects for that. Yeah, like, they yeah. have a special feature on that Blu-ray that shows the episode, like, with the original effects as it aired, and then, the, like, the remastered high-def effects. Yeah. It's well, really you, awesome. You can't upscale the crappy visual right. effects. It's so just they, like, it's like Halo C anniversary. You hit back, and it flips it back over <laughs> the old one. I don't think it's, it's that cool. robust. <laughs> yeah. I think that stuff, though, for Star Trek, like, there's some things that... They could probably just crowdsource that, like put the shot online, and then fans would make it and make it better today. You Wait, know, yeah. you saw that the three was it three se- three seconds of Star Wars, where they remade all of Star Wars, and everyone got like three or five second clips. Oh right, yeah, and they went through and pieced together the whole movie in yeah, five yeah. second clips. Like, so you you could cool. send in, I think, five seconds of Star Wars, any five seconds. And well, you no, could you, film it any yeah, way you had to want go to. Sign up for a five second. They had, Is like, that what it was? Yeah, yeah, you had to sign up and pick one. And like some yeah. of it was. Animation. Some of it was like kids in their backyard. Yeah. Some of it was just like dudes some at community like, college. Yeah, some was like crazy production value. Right, and, and it just went from one to the next. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty sweet. Do you know that Joe Nicolosi is the guy who made... He's here in Austin. He's the guy who made the Star Wars with the girl telling Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? The little girl? Like the four-year-old? No, no. like no. college girl, right? He's a college girl, yeah, uh, at that age. Because that was fucking yeah. cute. And that was Joe Nicolosi. He's the guy, if you ever saw it, uh, he directed that cat video that I was in. Where I, oh. I work for Kitty Wood Studios. The one where you look like you're like 12 pounds. That was, Barb. That was like a year ago. That, yeah. You, yeah. You look like a completely different person. In that that was that, that was that was when somebody told me I looked too skinny, and I took their word for it. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> so. so you were just at the Emmys this past weekend. Yeah, seriously. Are you yeah, going to spill the fun. beans about what happened? Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Mr. So what do you want to know? So uh, so I got tickets to the Emmys, two tickets to the Emmys, and I, I went out to LA. I actually got to go to San Francisco first, and I went to go visit Twitter. Our, our friend, cool. April, who works at Twitter, I, I stopped by and saw her. And uh, there's a lot of fucking people that work did, at Twitter. Did you, get, really. did, uh, did you go in the morning? Did you get to eat breakfast at Twitter? I, I ate lunch, and it was insane. It was like... Did you tweet about it? Th- I tweeted from within Twitter's headquarters. I felt like I had to do that. So meta. I know, right? You should have taken a picture of your breakfast at Twitter and posted it. Send it to Instagram. It'd be great if you tweeted from Twitter and if someone walked down, found you, and slapped you across the face. <laughs> <laughs> that was like their job was to find people tweeting within Twitter. It would be great if you actually hit tweet there and somebody goes, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. You hand it to him like in a cart and he rolls it over. That's <laughs> the machine. There it goes. There you go. There's your tweet. But yeah, but that was pretty cool. But it was like, it was like Twitter's in like this normal building in the middle of downtown San Francisco. But it's weird because the elevators have no buttons. So it's like this old like Art Deco building, but it's like got these super. It's almost like a spy thing where it's like there's a guy there. The elevator doors open for you, and they tell you where you're going. They say, Whoa. "Get in the elevator to the left," and then you get in. It goes, "You are being taken to the seventh floor." It's like no fucking option. Is there like one elevator for each floor? I don't know. They probably tell it from the front security desk what floor to go to. Like when you uh, sign in, they know where you're going. Do you think it's the security reasons or that's just, just f? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's badass. Just put buttons on it. It was pretty cool. <laughs> just put 
buttons on it. But it was, it you was all people, I, had, I would think it would be so cool didn't you, didn't your like, car, I had to push a button. Didn't your car get towed while you were oh, there? Yeah. Uh, that was so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I was in San Francisco for like 20 minutes. Are, are, but are I actually don't know how many people are on Twitter. There's, I know we went to lunch, and there was a ton of people that worked there. Yeah, like, the, um, their cafeteria is probably big as everything that we have. Like our two buildings. Like how many people would you say? I have no clue. I'm so bad at that. I can't do distances. Over a thousand. And I can't do groups of people. So like twenty. <laughs> I see. What it is. Probably as many people. It looked like as many people as we had on the shot that we did downtown at RTX. Wow. Jesus. Well, that was a crazy thing about RTX, right? We've been to tons of conventions where they say there's 80,000 people here, there's 120,000 people here. We had about 4,500, 5,000 people at RTX. That was a ton of people. That filled that, that convention that center. That seemed like way more than 4,500 Based people. on numbers I'd heard before of events it, we it, Well, it could have easily been a 50,000-person event, and I would have never known. Well, I think yeah. a lot of times people, or event organizers, they count what they call turnstiles. Right. So you have 4,500 attendees, and if they walk into the convention hall twice, you have 9,000. Sure. Oh, really? Yeah. That's dumb. It's really dumb. Uh, I also think people at RTX probably came both days. Yeah. And other conventions, maybe people don't. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. But we only had a weekend pass. We didn't have like bring it down by the day. Yeah. Well, it's also weird. Like we were in uh, we were in what Toronto for Fan Expo. Yeah. And there was like what sixty or seventy thousand people. No, I there. think it's closer to hundred. Yeah, it's and it's 80 like or 90. it didn't seem that crowded at all. Like it, to me, it felt. I mean, it was it was busy, but it didn't feel like holy crap. There's a hundred thousand people. I think here. it's a mix between we had a really good space in the convention hall. Like we had like giant aisles all around yeah. us. And I don't know, maybe just a bigger. Plus, they're hall. Canadian. They're like 0.6 of an American. <laughs> they kind of like. They're really polite. Stand they're to the so side. Stupid. I'm always convinced that there's a secret place where most people go at those conventions. Like, do you remember we were at VidCon and we were just hanging out in this area with all the booths and stuff? And then you just found like a. A, a hallway with the, that is a massive, great big screen, like thousands of seats. We're like, oh, jeez, I didn't even know this was here. That like really recontextualized VidCon for us. Yeah. VidCon is not a convention. VidCon's a show, and they I happen to have a convention around it. Did they have the esports arena stage that we had at RTX? Not the same one, but, but they like had a similar one. Thing? Yeah, Machinima had one there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so anyway, I went to San Francisco, and I rented a car for like one day. So I was going to be there a total of like maybe 18 hours. Uh, so I land in San Francisco, get my car, drive straight to the hotel. I, th- it looked like normal parking. There were cars parked there. I parked there. I read there's four fucking different signs telling you when you can park and when you can't. And then this is the thing that really threw me off. There was meters, parking meters. So I fed my parking meter, checked the times were okay, and then I went inside. I came out. Car's gone. Literally 20 minutes I was in San Francisco, they towed away my car. Okay, Oof. And then I find out I was in a commercial zone. What kind of fucking commercial zone has meters? Parking they have, meters, They yeah. have commercial meters. And no sign saying, like, this is a commercial zone, don't So here's where the sign here. was for that. I was looking at the meter. The sign that said, this is a commercial zone, don't park in here without a commercial permit from the MTRA or whatever it is in San Francisco. It was a sticker on the pole mm. of, of the, <laughs> oh, of the parking lot. So it was like the curb was painted yellow then. That is correct. Yes. But it was like... <laughs> <laughs> yes, that I, is correct. I, I, I laugh. Well, I, I have to admit, I'm, I'm a bad person. I saw you tweet that you were in San Francisco for 20 minutes and you got your car towed, and I laughed. <laughs> it was so fucking funny to me. I was like, that... Guys <laughs> when shit happens to other people. Because oh, yeah. like, that's one of my fears. It's like I travel enough where it's like, I don't want to ever get my car towed when I'm on a trip. Right. And it happened to you, and I was like, I was, I was so fucking happy. And the theft detection was going off in the car for the rest of the time I had it. Oh. But get this. So I go get... The car was towed like two blocks. And they said, the, everyone told me, because they've all had their car towed, apparently, in San Francisco, the longer it's in there, they start charging you by the hour. I, so I went immediately get the car. What do you think it costs to get my car to impound it for, like, 10 minutes? $120. I would have guessed 80 250 You're getting I, closer. 
Jeez. $510. Oh, shit. $510. Think about what percentage of a car that is. I mean, significant. $110? Just from getting towed. And I think they, I, when I went to get my car out of being towed, I went to the lot. The guy walked me to my car. There's a ticket on it. <laughs> they, like, I don't even get to get out of the ticket. I just have to go pay an $85 ticket now. So it might be upwards of $600. Jesus Christ. What wow. kind of car was it? A B- what does that matter? <laughs> a B- no, it was like it was a nice car or like a crappy I, car. I, I, I paid, was it cloudy? I, I, yes. paid, I paid 60 bucks to rent it for the oh. day. And to get it back, I had to pay now $595. So if that happens with a cars to go car, can you just Thank you. get another one? I think you're still liable for it, even unless you checked out. Like if you still, if you still checked into the car, you need to get it how back you, and check out. How do you check out? out? <laughs> I'm teasing, by the way. There's <laughs> a there's like an on-screen uh, little computer that you touch. So you can just walk into the impound, the pound place, and then just yeah, check here. out you and can, then walk out. Yeah, but they'll know that it was towed while you were, it was checked out. Uh, for you. Can't, you can't be like walking. You see, was, you, get, you see you getting towed away, and you're like, oh, check out. <laughs> like on a roll. Towed after you checked out. Then you're fine. Well, so, unless you left it in an illegally parked spot. Right. How do they know? And they'll, they'll know. It's, it's got GPS right. in it. Yeah. So this is, we've talked about this before, and I can actually show it now. Any more, this make is sure my, to this pull your credit my, card to the camera. Car, no, no, yeah, watch it. <laughs> this is my cars to go card. So that's, that's what we use. You just put this on the window or the windshield of the car, and it beeps, and then that gives you the car. It's the part of the audio oh, podcast so, that people listen to. Like, God, they're going to be so furious, yeah. I used car to go the other day for the first time, and I walked up, you know, Used it. I went to uh, a restaurant, picked up some food, came back, parked it, then walked into my house. I was like, oh shit, I forgot my drink in the car. So I went back out with my card. I just opened it, grabbed my drink, closed it, and that was it. And the next morning they called me and they said, oh, we see that your, your reservation didn't close properly, so the car was checked out to you all night. Oh. But they said, but we know that you didn't use it again, so we're just gonna, we won't charge you for any of that. Oh, wow. That's, That's nice. Good. You know, I was like, oh, okay. So you didn't close the reservation when you went to go get the drink. But I never reopened it. Like, I opened the door, I grabbed my drink. That's it. But, and then the computer said, you know, enter your PIN. I didn't enter my PIN or do anything else. I just mm-hmm. close the door. There's something to be said about good customer service. Like even like I was tweeting about Nest. Like I was flying back from somewhere and I mentioned that I was like it was awesome that I could turn on my my air conditioning at home through that's Nest. That's little thing you have. Yeah, it's my little like puck hockey puck thing. That's it's awesome. And I tweeted about it, and then sure enough, like the actual Nest account on Twitter responded to me. They're like they looked at my account, and they realized like that I did video game stuff, and they said achievement unlocked. Congratulations! I was like yeah, that's awesome. The reason for that is especially with Twitter. People are like dedicated to just being really good with customer service on Twitter for companies like that. So there's always one person like responding and responding no, that, to that. No, that that's stuff. great to see. I love that kind of stuff. Like I love that we live if, in a society like that. If they can do something. Well, I mean, I, even, oh. <laughs> even just giving me like a, like a pat on the back is like nice to know. I, well, when I got into my big fight with Bank of America over my mortgage, they tried to help me via Twitter. They reached out like, "Oh, oh no. we can help you." No, they couldn't help me. <laughs> Those assholes couldn't do a goddamn thing. No. They just want to respond and make you feel better and stuff. Yeah, way. so like, we're like, we direct message tweet? a few times. They're like, Could you, have you, you should call this number. Like, that's the number I'm having problems with. Oh, well, send an email here. Like, I already did that. Speaking of, okay, speaking of good customer service, on the flip side of that bad customer service, you and I agree that we both like flying out in the afternoons, right? Yes. Like whenever you go somewhere, you fly out in the afternoon. When was the last time you flew out in the afternoon for something and had all of your flights be on time? Pretty regular. See, like it seems like every time for me, every time I leave somewhere at night, I almost always end up getting a late flight or a push delay, like thirty minutes, an hour, two hours. Well, it's more like likely because the planes coming in and connecting are delaying. More likely to delay. Yeah. Yeah. But it seems like every damn time I go on a flight. Like I was coming back from uh, Philadelphia this weekend, and my my flight from Dallas to Austin was two hours delayed. That's a that's a Dallas to Austin. That's a three hour drive. 
You know, I don't understand how it could be two hours late on that. Anyway. Well, the plane might be coming from St. Paul or something like so. that. You know, we had a my flights were great. Where our flight back from we were in LA for something. Our flight back was delayed a little bit, so we went and hung out in the Admiral's. What's that place? It's Admiral's the Admiral's. That's flight. where yeah, we were at the uh, Machinima party. Yeah, and we were just hanging out there. I guess our plane boarded and we didn't realize, and there were people like running around trying to find us, and they yeah. eventually found us. Like. <laughs> on the plane, and, we were like, and we were just like casually strong up. They're like, oh, and they're like, the door. It's like, wait, and they're like opening the door. And we were like, just strolling on. And everyone's, we have to walk past everyone. My my chair was right at the back, and they're like. Didn't that happen to you at Comic Con where Michael and Chris strolled onto oh. the plane line and they were like sipping smoothies? Like <laughs> <laughs> that was New York Comic Con last year, yeah. yeah. Like the door was closing at the last second. The, like the, they stopped closing the door and Michael and Chris walk on. They're, they're like drinking smoothies walking down the aisle together. But I sat down in my, in my seat and a woman behind me like let up, like put her hands on the back of my chair and goes, What took you so long? And I was like, Oh, we're just hanging out of the Admiral's Lounge. <laughs> you hate I was, I was, yeah, getting, I was getting free alcohol. You, yeah. you hate any kind of American oh, talk to your place. Cameo. Oh, by Joe, Joe the, the cat. First the cat is last probably year. freaking out oh, right now. Cat. It's a good cat. He's a good cat. Do the pendulum. We discussed today that Joe the cat will let you pretty much do anything to him. Joe the cat. My, so favorite, that is a my cat. favorite trick is this. Again, the audio podcast <laughs> is going to be loving this. What's it? Like that? There you go. There you go. Turn him around so his face is facing. Give him a belly rub. And then the other one is my other favorite is the pendulum. He'll just let you do it. There you go. There's the wide shot. There you go. His face, man. He's the most relaxed cat in the entire world, man. How did you get him? That's the perfect cat. So what I did did with Joe was... uh, His tail tail is in... uh, (laughs) So he doesn't pee. (laughs) (laughs) What I did with Joe is when I got him... I just held him every single day forever, so now anybody can hold him. Like, he's the only cat I know that you can pass from person to person. Yeah. And he yeah. doesn't freak out at all. Just pass him like a toy. Yep. He's a good, he's a good he's guy. He's a good cat. So he's a good cat. He doesn't like Gus, because Gus keeps scaring him away from the... He has one fatal flaw. He, he likes to scratch furniture. He does. No, we talked about it. So I, I said, why don't we get him declawed? And Gus was like, well, that's really cruel. But declaw. they actually... Declaw a cat. Yeah, no, they have new techniques now. They're, like, not painful for cats. Don't chop a cat's claws off. It's like chopping off the fingers of a person. Well, they chop, they chop the knuckles. The knuckles, right? Yeah, well, imagine if you just had the pad of your hand and no yeah. fingers. That's what it is. Don't do that to cats. It sucks. No, man. I'm not going to. I'm saying it's, it's, but less, that's the thing. it's less painful now than it used to be. Because, like, the they have, like, laser technology. I'm pretty sure it's illegal in the UK to do it. But right. over here, it's just like, declaw your, cut your cat's Jack, I think you're missing the point, though. I mean, if someone told you they could take your fingers off and it wouldn't hurt, you still wouldn't go home and do it, right? Well, I mean, cats, not, they're not operating vehicles. They're not doing anything with their fingers. <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're, they're not playing video games. <laughs> they're not playing Minecraft 10 hours, yeah. 10 hours a day for a living. No, I mean, I, I feel bad for him, but it's like, if that means he's not going to be thrown out into the wild because he's clawing up We're not going to throw him out into the wild. That's what you want to do. You want to get rid of I wanted to kill him. Oh, that's much better. Yeah. That's much better. So we'll find... Nina is not enjoying this podcast I will right find, now. I will find Joe a home. Sorry, Joe. We're not talking about you. So speaking of Philly, you and I were just at RT Philly. We were just at RT which Philly. Which was a community event that was really, really awesome. It was. Our fans are awesome. Our fans are kick-ass. Yeah. I got. I may have gotten a little drunk and sang Old Apartment by Meredith and Ladies. Did you really? At a bar. Yeah. yeah. A barber yeah. was holding my microphone for me for some reason. I don't know why either. Yeah, like we had a mic stand and they go, here, Barbara, and handed handed her the we mic double fisted. to hold for me. I was drinking and holding the mic. No, I, I, had, I had the lyrics up on my iPhone. And then I <laughs> then, then I don't know what was, I, I guess maybe I had alcohol in my other hand. I think you did. But I don't know. Apparently, there, there's video of it somewhere. I think someone took video. Of I it, guarantee so. there's video of it That's somewhere. That's probably they true. They played a lot of bare naked ladies that night, including one week, which 
Apparently, I know quite a few lyrics. Really? For, surprisingly. Wow. Chicken like, Chicken in the Chinese chicken. Exactly. I will say uh, one of the most fun things I had happen to me while I was at RT Philly was at that same bar watching Roadblock, who's one of our community members. Yeah. He's an outspoken fan of Oklahoma. Watching him watch the OU versus K State game and watching and them lose. lose. Yeah. That was. That was was he good. crying by the end? He was quite sad, and everyone knew Close. that it was. He was going to be sad. So. Now listen, you're talking about sports there. I'm That's all people like when we talk about sports. But I gotta say something, especially with people that I follow on Twitter because I follow a lot of tech people. It's like, can I just say I get it that you don't like sports. I get it, you know, and so. The people who are talking about football all day on Sunday, that's relevant. And the people who just show up on Sunday to talk about how they don't understand what's happening and they don't like football, who cares? Fuck off. I, I get me so sick of hearing that. I'm like, I'm, that's like, I'm like that when people uh, call football hand egg. Yeah, oh, no. it should be called hand egg. Like, who says that? I've never heard people, that. I swear to God, people do. I've never heard someone say that before. Just, just search on Twitter for it. I mean, what, we, what, we pop what, it up here. We have the internet. So one thing <laughs> on the internet. One no, thing that's on the boring. Internet. Why are you going to look that up? There's one, no okay. point well, to it. We have, have some here. Well, let's take one thing on the internet you would like to get rid of permanently. Hand egg? Hand egg. Hand, hand egg is something. What would you get rid of on the internet that people do constantly that you just like, stop it? I get meat spin by Ray a lot, so I just get rid of meat spin. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I would never get rid of that. Gus, you could probably go like 20 minutes on this. Barbara, what would you change? I don't know. Probably the people asking for shout-outs. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. That's, that's always tough. That's really... Because it's like... But we can't do that. You always feel bad because like, oh, well, my brother's got back from Iraq and you know he lost the leg. He's a big fan of you guys. Can you just give him a shout? Well, you don't like, know. Lots of times, it's also people just making stuff yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to like wade through what's what's real and yeah. what's not. Yeah, you always I just feel kind of like a dick, but I'm like, if we do it for you, we have to do it for everyone. So this so. is a general shout out. Yeah, shout out to everyone, everyone who's ever asked. Shout, for a shout out. Shout out, dude. The, the, in the chat room, they're saying shout out to Meat Spin. Right now. <laughs> so, shout out to Meat Spin. Shout out to Meat Spin. Oh. I want to remind everyone. This is my second ad placement here. I want to remind you, this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook to consider is Game of Thrones. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. Yeah, That's yeah. audiblepodcast.com slash roosterteeth. Look at you. You're doing it right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm pimp, meow, meow. Wow, you talk fast. Thank you. There, there you go. go. And you just, yeah, that's, that. that's great. I still use it. So you can get uh, in there. Audiblepodcast.com. Yeah, and uh, you get a, a free book for, you know, you can try it out for 30 days. And anytime I drive, like to and from the office through traffic, just listen to a book. It's awesome. Gus has listened to Fifty Shades of Grey. Twice. I have not listened to Fifty Shades of Grey yet. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Would you prefer to, like, it's a book that you want to read as opposed to a book like you feel like you should read? For instance, I feel like I should read Fifty Shades of Grey because it's relevant. You think I, so? I think I should, you know? Or like uh, with Steve Jobs' biography. I mean, I'm kind of interested, but not really. So I feel like I should read that book. Yeah, oh, yeah I got that one. Yeah, that's what that's the first one I listened to through Audible, actually. Yeah, so I feel like I, I feel like I get like my necessity books mm-hmm. on Audible. I mean, it's like, what do you do? Like, for me, like in the traffic, in traffic, it's like, what am I gonna do? Is fucking get road rage and yell at someone, or chill out and listen to a book? You guys, do you guys listen to our podcast? I do. Yeah. I yeah. Do. I don't usually listen to it when I'm on it because I've already heard it once. You're so a liar. it's like. No, I mean, it's just I've like... I've asked you about the podcast, and you're like, I don't know anything about that. But if it's when you're on, you're like, I know. I listen yeah. to the podcast. Because I was on it, and I <laughs> listen to the conversation because I'm in it. I listen to the podcast that I'm on, and when I say something funny, I rewind it over and over again. Do you? Do you really? No. You're so <laughs> so I do want to like talk you. about something. Go ahead. He doesn't say anything funny, so you don't have to rewind it. Oh, he what? does. Oh, right. What is an egg? Based. An egg that you eat, what is that? An, an egg is... It's an amniotic right. sac. It's unfertilized. 
Uh, someone was arguing with me, like forcefully arguing with me that my egg that I was eating could have become a chicken. No. It's, it's not. I, it's I, I think there are occasions where a fertilized egg will slip through. Sure. But, I mean, but you know for, it. The, for the most part, they're yeah. unfertilized. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. a have walking around right. there. It's just hens. Just right. Dropping eggs. No, but he's right. Occasionally, a fertilized egg will show up in there. But you definitely know when you get one. Oh, yeah. do you? It's what? bloody. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah. And sometimes you get like a partially developed chicken oh, in there. You never seen those pictures on the internet? Well, like a little embryo fetus. Yeah. Dude, the beak adds flavor. <laughs> Who are we having this argument? All I gotta with? say. Uh, I have someone. You know, yeah. okay. on, on, on Twitter, on your site? No, where? in real life, face to face. So. Have you ever watched an egg like being laid? It's kind of weird because they don't come out like they're not like solid. Doesn't look like poop. They're like liquid, and then they form. Oh, do they? Yeah, Are you they serious? Dry and Which form. end do they yeah. do first? The, the fat end or the? I guess the fat end. I would guess. Do we want to bother you, like YouTubing that? <laughs> no, let's not. <laughs> I'm trying to think not, the put way. Put that up on the stream. That would not be good. You would think thin the big. Right? Like it was, would, I've never thought about this before. So or, or does it, it start it, like, it, or does it start big and it's like, whoop, and it's it all be comes big out. To, I, I would think I big to, to small to big. Yeah. So is it equivalent like to thin like, and like, like push and then it gets the rest of it out? Or does it start out like the hard no, part? No, I would think then, small and then big. That's what I'm thinking. This is quality discussion. Is it, is it equivalent to like a chicken's period? Is that what you're eating? No, because don't chickens lay eggs every day? They, yeah, but, they can, yeah. But what is a period? I think, Do you yeah, want me to I think, explain I think this to you? Isn't it? I think it's essentially yeah, the equivalent. Right? They just take down the walls, the egg comes out. The, your period is your uterus lining shedding. Yeah, but the egg goes with it, doesn't it? They're directly related. I don't know. You don't I, have not I, I believe so. You don't know? You really don't know what comes out in a period? You no, really I, don't I don't know what the egg, oh, the chicken you know. shit is. <laughs> A I human, haven't studied chicken periods. I've, I've had nearly enough alcohol. A human egg, like a people egg, you can see it. Yeah, you can barely see it, I think, yeah. without a microscope. I always thought it was microscopic, but you can just have a, a, a human egg in your hand. Yeah? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what have you done to get to that point where you're like, yeah, yeah right there, there it is. Yeah, we're like, oh, that's, that's a very oh. uneventful morning that you start that activity. Oh. Like, that would, by the way, be the sickest collection ever. Like, a dude that just, like, collected people eggs. You know what would be a really good pickup line? Hey, baby, you want me to scramble your eggs? You know, I... <laughs> I just right. saw let that one marinate for wow. a while. Yeah, just, oh, oh, come on. <laughs> I hope just, I didn't see that. Just so the podcast can see <laughs> Just so there's an animated gift oh, no, tomorrow of Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, Gavin. So, there you two go. fingers, everybody. Two fingers. Two yeah. fingers. Your fingers what? look a bit splayed there. One's <laughs> you are from Britain, so... But we were talking earlier about memory and how memory works. He was amazed that... I memorize all my credit card numbers. Gavin, we had this discussion when I was in, I guess we were in Australia maybe, or Los Angeles. And uh, he, he couldn't believe that I memorize, I go through, as soon as I get a new credit card, I memorize all my credit cards. Do you do that? I memorize all of them. Mm-hmm. I tweeted this last night, I can't memorize light switches. Oh, that's, yeah, I know what I you have mean. two in my bedroom. One is the fan, one's the light. I trouble. I always hit the wrong one first. Like, yeah. I think. It, like, I don't know, like just no one by the doors. This one. one I by. don't remember it. It just doesn't go in. That happens to me too. There's in my house that I've lived in for like 14 years at in Ottawa. There's a set of four light switches like between my kitchen yeah. and dining room. And you end up doing like a disco. Like, I don't know what any of them do. One of them opens the fan to the bathroom that's down the hall. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so weird. With yeah. Me, I, 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 had one, I had one that was backwards. There's two switches. And it was by the back door, and the one that was furthest away from the back door turned on the porch light. It just didn't make any sense to me at all. <laughs> well, now, have you noticed, too, you're supposed to have it where if all of your light switches are down, everything's supposed to be off. 
right? But when they install it, sometimes every now and then they'll flip one upside down. Michael had that happen to him in his apartment. That's a lazy prick. I think he no, I think he actually had to go and like it was bothering him so much he had to unscrew it, he flip was an it in the cell, and put it back. Yeah, Michael was an electrician before yeah. he came in. It's not part. that hard. No, I'm I mean, still, kill you know. a breaker. It takes two minutes to do it. So, but in an apartment, that takes dedication. Yeah, the, th- the worst part is when you go to like turn off a breaker for the first time. It's like there could be 85 breakers in there. You will invariably shut off the one that's your entertainment center, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then, and then your alarm clock. It's yeah. always like, fuck. And the like, stuff has to be reset. Everything that has to be reset. My, my specifically for those reasons, I hate losing power, so I have all of my entertainment center on uh, battery backups. Nice. On no, UPSs. You do not. I do. So I mean, I've, I've been through power outages where I can keep playing my Xbox just fine because my internet, my Xbox, and my TV are all on UPS. How long does it last? <laughs> uh, I can go about 40 minutes because I have wow. enough batteries wow. to run everything. Xbox Live guy. Yeah, because I have my internet and everything awesome. going. <laughs> as long as Joel's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And then my, and then my laptop, my laptop will still work because it's yeah. out of battery as long as it's charged. Yeah, that is a weird feeling when power goes out and you're on a laptop like at a desk and you don't feel it at all because your laptop runs off its battery all the time anyway. So it's like... Everyone else goes down. You're like, it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. As, long as, as long as your wireless is still working. And I, I can recall how long it's been since I had a desktop computer here at the company. It's been a long time. Probably yeah. when you were in the, the old office in the back room, right? No, yeah, we had one here for a while. So even, it's been like a year. Even that wasn't mine, though. That was like RVB Editor, what we oh, call yeah. RVB yeah, Editor, yeah. which is the editing machine to shoot RVB on. It's so. funny. So today, I uh, so Gavin does this thing where he steals my chair every time I go on vacation or go out of the office for more than a day. Isn't that a big deal? Like, Don't you guys, don't you guys like throw fists over that? Oh, no, no. I, I, I dumped him out of my chair one time. Yeah. Oh, shut up. I dumped you out of the chair one time. It's, you take it way no, too far. I dumped him out of the chair one time. Oh, you, you took like, my chair. You, no. We were in the middle of a Let's Play. You flipped the chair. It was I funny. I banged my chin on the desk. I, instead, I like, had to put my knee okay. down. That's not anyway. funny, though. That's just uncomfortable. It's funny for you. All right, fine. So, so, why do we sit these two next to each other? For this reason. This is, this is comedy. This is I was, entertainment. I was literally going to tell you a story about how I was nice to Gavin today. And oh, instead, yes, he was yeah, nice. fuck you. No, I'm not going to tell him. What was the story? What did you do no, that was nice? No, what did no, you do I'm, that a, I'm a dickhead because I dumped him out of the chair. Let me tell you. Yeah, story. you are. Let me tell you. Jack replaced my chair with like a, with a good one. He, he got me the chair that is the exact same type as his own one. Yes. And then we went out into the back studio and did a let's play out there, and I ended up sat back on my old chair within like an hour. And I was saying that chair that that was actually the same chair that was in the back office, the old or the back the back office at our old office, uh-huh. which I think was your chair. Then it was Jeff's chair. Then it was my chair. And then it came here, and then it became Gavin's chair. No, I think it became Michael's so, chair, and then Gavin's chair. What have you had, Gus? Um, I had one chair at the old office. And Let's go get a chair and show it to the audience. Yeah, Actually, for the longest time here at this uh, at this building, uh, I found a chair when we bought the building in the, in the warehouse. Is it that white one? No, no, it's a different one. And I sat in it for a long time, but it had like it was like a weird orange color, and it would rub orange paint onto the wall. Oh, what the So fuck? I had to end up getting rid of it. Now mm-hmm. I've got that white one that I sit in. Yeah, Gus has but. like the fucking king's chair in that office. It's awesome. It's like this literally the cheapest chair I could find. I think I paid twenty five dollars. It's really for comfortable it. though. No, that's just an IKEA chair, right? Yeah, it's like I went to IKEA and I was like, I want to find the cheapest chair I can because I don't give a fuck. Nice. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, like you assholes over there with your super expensive chairs. Oh no, it's upstairs. I'm sorry. No, it's oh, yeah. upstairs. So, no, moral of the story is I replaced Gavin's chair with a nice chair. Well, Thank you very much. I'm not, I'm not an asshole like I everyone appreciate it. The motive is interesting because you replaced his chair with a nice one so he wouldn't steal your chair anymore. No, because he wanted my chair because it was a nice chair, so I got him a nice chair. You what? just took a chair from the back room and put it there. You didn't buy him a new chair. That no one was using. It was, was, was a chair that literally there was there's nobody using that chair. It's sitting in the back. So no, all you did is rolled it from the Because I was, I was looking online to just buy him a new one, and Brandon's like, I think we have some. I said, okay, fine. So I went and grabbed one of the old ones. I literally asked to see like where we could get those chairs so I could get him a new one because I was going to be nice and he's like, oh, we have them already. Everyone like, okay. in the sponsor chat, 
does not give a shit about you and your first world problems, apparently. They're, they're <laughs> really disappointed. Although I have to admit, look, uh, especially for those of you that are listening to the audio version of the podcast as normal, so we're, we have the ability now to actually take chat questions on the fly, and I guess we'll get a phone at some point point. let people call in. Oh, oh God. We should just get like one of those red phones you, in the middle of the table. You guys are doing a shitty job, I have to be honest. You're doing a terrible job. Like, the questions in here are just fucking terrible. Oh, yeah? One of the questions is, Gavin, do you remember headlight fluid? Nerd. Oh, do you remember that? I do forgot remember? about yeah. that. So listen, jackasses, you have to do a better job. That's all I'm saying. Well, I guess maybe this is a social contract. We're doing our part. You're, you're, you're being shitty. You're awful. So you we, we should probably take a minute to explain to people who are only listening to the audio podcast that if they are a sponsor on the Rooster Teeth website, <laughs> they can watch live streaming us recording the podcast now on Tuesday evenings. <laughs> yep. Right. Tuesday evening, 730. Because uh, we have a lot of people who listen only on iTunes or other ways. Central. Right. And, Texas uh, time. So if you go to roosterteeth.com, you can... Uh, and you sign up for an account, you can watch us record. Right, and listen, before anybody fucking bitches, we know <laughs> that the format's going to be a little different. It's going to sound a little bit different than our normal audio podcast to begin with, but we're going to find the groove and figure it out. Yeah. Like, yes. We're not going to sit here and constantly ask questions in the chat room and all that stuff because they don't fucking ask anything anyway. It's, it's blazing by and people are referencing fucking Gungum style. <laughs> just shut up. Just yeah, shut up. We are going to show, show a lot of YouTube videos of dogs slamming into walls, though. That, yeah. video, that video has the most likes of any video on YouTube. What's that? Gun Gun uh-huh. really? It has almost three million likes. That so it has the most by quantity. So as opposed to the most by percentage. volume, by no, percentage. percentage. Oh. Yeah, quantity. Um, so, so what is that thing? That thing is dead. Or I would think that thing is dead at this point. Absolutely. It, no, it, no it, way. It, it was on Saturday Night Live two weeks ago. It's totally. Sai, the guy, no. the actual I've guy. Seen, was I've, I've seen like soccer mom recreations of Just it. Just wait until so Halloween. There's going to be a ton of size. They'll, they'll do it at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. And you'll be so fucking happy about it. No, 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 I'm, no like, I'm done with it at this point. Oregon did it at their halftime show. Oregon and I think Ohio State or, or another, another college did it too. I will say every time I think it's done, like when it hit 100 million views, I was like, it's done. It hit 200 million views, I was like, it's done. It's at 275 million views now. And the, and the most viewed video is what, 400, 500 million? Some Justin I don't know. Bieber no, video, I think right? it's a little more. I think it's Are 600 it? million. It might music be that the Evolution of Dance. Yeah, yeah. music videos. No, Evolution of Dance is no longer number one. It was Charlie really? Bit My Finger for the longest time. Charlie Bit My Finger was the most viewed Charlie. video. I've probably watched Gangnam Style on YouTube a hundred times. I don't know. How many did we watch it at Pass Alone? Yeah. We had I it will on the screens like every five seconds. I, I, I will say someone made a mod for Skyrim where you can hit a button and two guards pop up. And if you talk to the guards, they start doing the Gangnam Style dance. That's, they do the whole fantastic. damn thing. And, and like, the, got, like, the, like, camera, like, the camera's like whipping around, like all these crazy angles and stuff. <laughs> that was, that was kind of clever, but it's like someone put a lot of work into that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. But the best bit was when he fustrated Dodd them at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They finished and, they, and they blows them away. Is it Charlie bit my finger again? Is that the yeah. one? Charlie bit my finger again. I want to just Charlie bit sequel. my finger. No, this no, one is uploaded in 2007. Uh, that has 483 million views. Wow. Jeez, it has 955,000 likes. That's a college education for Charlie right no, there. No, it is. It How really many is. people yeah. live in America? 300 million? 330? 330. Yeah, like that. Yeah, 330? That is a lot of people. We do our uh, census every 10 years here, so... Um, what is that? Is that on the 10 years? Like, do we yeah. do it in 2010, 2020? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we just had one. What is the reasoning for... What, what do you call the people who were here on America before? Native Americans. Natives. Okay. Interesting. Why? Why is I, it Where did the Indian bit come from? Oh, that's because Christopher Columbus he thought was, it was trying to reach India. So yeah. he thought, he Dumbass. He, he called them Indians. Yeah. Yeah. I think, that, I think that's right. That's where yeah. that comes yeah, that's from. Right. American yeah. Indians. Yeah. No, not American. Just Indians. Just Indians. Yeah. And yeah. there's even... Uh, the West Indies, right? I mean, isn't that like... Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, We're treading into dangerous territory. I know, here, of history like, and hist- science mixed. History knowledge. <laughs> yeah. 
Gavin's favorite that. subject. Just speak very authoritatively and wait for people to try to correct you Exactly. Fuck, I'll go, yeah, I'm going to bother looking at the podcast chat now. You want another beer? I would love another beer, Gus. Thank you for offering. Here you go. <laughs> That's here's, awful sweet. Here's an opener. Yeah. Give me so, a second. What, what I want to read, read this here real fast. Go for it. So uh, I want to remind everyone that this episode is also brought to you by Shutterstock.com. With over 20 million stock photos, vectors, illustrations, and video clips featuring daily image updates and over 10,000 new images added daily. Shutterstock.com gives you a global image collection, uh, flexible pricing, so you can buy image packs or monthly subscription. Um, you can download images in any size and pay only one price, easy to use. It's got enhanced license access, so if you like an image and want to run it in print or put on some swag, you can easily upgrade your license. Got an extensive content library, goes beyond photos, you have a huge library of vectors, icons, infographic templates, and video clips. Uh, they got 24-7 customer service and dedicated account reps. So you can sign up for free, no credit card needed, just go to Shutterstock.com. And if you do want to buy an image or get a monthly package, use offer code ROOSTERTEETH9. That's ROOSTERTEETH and the number 9, you get 30% off any package. So that's Shutterstock.com, we got it up on the screen right now. Offer code ROOSTERTEETH9. Look at me, I'm all over it. He <laughs> said the word in. swag about halfway through that, and I wanted to just interrupt and go, speaking of swag. Nice. Thank God you waited to do that. Yeah, man. <laughs> it wasn't on there, but they also, they also the, last, have a great, the last one to kill our sponsorship. <laughs> they also have a great iPad app. It wasn't on there. I forgot to bring it up. Okay. I meant to bring my iPad again to show you guys, because it's really cool. I keep almost drinking check it these rocks. <laughs> it's the same shape. Are those things, are those, like... Skewered together, or yeah, they're glued together. Okay, thank I, mean, I wish that Kara had balanced them. Like what? So when somebody touched them, they would invariably fall down. <laughs> it is very important. I've talked about where you're from and Nops. Christopher Columbus and all that stuff. I don't think Europe is a continent, and I don't know why we treat Europe like a continent. What do you mean? Why do you not think Europe is a continent? How is Europe? Different than Asia. I believe that they are colliding. Different and the, plates. The, 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 the Stop with the plates. They're no, moving plates. The Euro mountains are, in the I, Ukraine are the result of the two of the two continents so colliding. So now mountains can separate continents. Well, gonna mountains say, are the result of continents colliding. It's Earth being pushed so up. So what? If they collided, they're they're one continent. And also, I'm going to say a word: subduction. Subduction. Right? <laughs> That's something to do okay. with tectonic plates. Explain subduction. <laughs> what is subduction? Uh, the word sub would leave, lead me to believe under. It's like <laughs> doing that, like no, tectonic like plates. Subscribe. Subscribing. And it would really help out if you share and this mountain. Hit like. <laughs> hit like on this mountain. And it'd so be great if you comment. sub, that would why be, sub would be under, and duction would be some kind of movement. So if they're moving underneath one another. Duction. Transduction. <laughs> Uh, but so, so you think when continents have collided that they're the same continent at that point? All I'm saying is it's the only goddamn continent that doesn't have water around it, right? What? It is. No, he's, he's true. If it, I mean, what uh, about North and South America are attached? The Panama Canal. But we made that. That's man-made. <laughs> okay. I agree with you. I mean, you could make an argument that's one big, long continent. But that's a little bit different, a little smidge that you can literally take a hoe and make a whole canal so, through it. That is supposed to, like... It's just we just a big line down the middle of Asia and say this western well, it's half of Europe. Because there's no there's no way to tell on the land where oh Jack's head's in the way. There's no way to tell on land where the gap between Asia and Europe is. Right. Like you could say Istanbul is in is in both. Right. But it's like Jack's it's in Asia. Plane. Is it? Yeah. Or is Tur it? Turkey's part of Asia. It's Asia Minor. Yeah, Asia we got a map minor. of the world for it. Yeah. Do you explain to me how Europe Europe is different than Asia? Well, that's a great high quality graphic. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's very clearly the corner of our 
You're welcome, Internet. The world. I feel sorry for the people listening to the audio podcast. Yeah, they're missing this world that I Google for you. So Brandon commented that if what I'm saying is true, that India would be its own continent. Why? Really? Because it's also on its own plate, and there's mountains between India and Asia where India's colliding in Asia. Wait, when did Brandon comment on you? He he sent me a text. Oh, yeah, I was so confused. But it is, I believe India is a separate plate that's colliding into Asia. Well, from what I've heard, there's a lot of plates. Hey, let's do a quick shout out real quick to everybody helping who's not on camera. Yeah. Yes. First of all, Kara decorated the set. I know a lot of people worked on a lot of different things. She also decorated our faces. She did. She, she also did. painted our faces so we look so beautiful. Yeah. We have, there's uh, a lot of people like who that. work on uh, production here. Like here in the studio with us, we have Chris and Kyle, who you guys can't see. Then uh, back in the control room, we have Brandon, Lindsay. Lindsay. Uh, yeah. And Kara are all hanging out there doing stuff. I mean, and. Um, Brandon is our director. Lindsay is our producer. Yep. And, uh, you know, Lindsay also edits the podcast. She always has. And we haven't had to cut anything yet. No. Except for True. maybe Barb's genitalia there stuff. Nope. So, yeah, that plate. That's staying there in. There's the so plate. So now we have a much higher quality image. There you go. It's much okay. larger. So the plates so don't mean no, shit. But you can see, like, yeah, like, like you were saying, like, India actually is kind of a different, what is it? Yeah. Uh, let me tell you something. They named the goddamn continents long before they ever knew what a tectonic okay. plate was. That is something I've never heard before. The Australindian plate. It's one plate. It's attached to Australia, apparently. Oh, weird. Yeah. Whoa. So now That's India is weird. the same continent as Australia? Some bullshit. Don't look at that. Australasia. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you look at what's crazy, you can see it on there. I'll just explain it. We were in Christchurch, New Zealand, where they had a huge earthquake. Yeah. Dude, that's a city that's on a crack, like, between two tectonic plates. Why would you ever build Wait, anything? So, so do you yeah. see... Is that Los Angeles? I mean, that's yeah. Is that what idea. it is, too? Yeah, Los Angeles has yeah, well, the yeah, San Andreas Fault. Oh, yeah, right yeah, yeah. There, like, the San Andreas is, like, right along there. I mean, that's, that's why they say California's going to fall in the ocean, because it's literally right there on that line. <laughs> yeah. It's right literally a matter well. of time, right? It's yeah. a long time, but it's going to... Yeah. And subduct well, there's, there's, about, there's, about, there's a Balcones fault that goes through Texas, too, right? Nah. Yeah, like that, it's a smaller That thing's been inactive for a long time. Yeah. Isn't there like a, a massive super volcano under Yellowstone or Yosemite? Yeah, too? that's what uh, Powers Old Faithful. Like, the, like, literally, the center of the United States of America is one massive volcano that could just erupt and basically wipe out the entire continent at any time. I think it would wipe out the world, technically, yeah. Yeah. Looking at this if picture, it erupted. This is the whole thing about the expanding Earth theory. How was that all one piece of land? Oh, no, here we go. What? It just doesn't make sense oh, that it was all just, it would be on one side right. of the Earth. It'd be like 50% land, 50% water. Oh, shut up. Wouldn't it? Nope. So, did you ever hear, you know, when the... <laughs> Nobody cares, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> when when the, the tsunami hit Japan, I heard the story that uh, there was this one town that evacuated to safety. Like, they all knew that, you know, if the tsunami alarm sounds, that they shouldn't go to the first big hill, that there's another hill further away that they all needed to go to. Yeah. Apparently, it was like in folklore. It was like an old folk song that they had. Because, apparently, a thousand years in the past, there had been a giant tsunami that had killed a bunch of people who were waiting on that hill to wait out the tsunami, but it was so big that it killed everyone. So it was like this song that had been passed down for generations, and they all knew to leave. And sure enough, when this one hit a couple of years ago, the same thing happened. Like, people who went to that smaller hill, they all got swept away and killed. Wow. But the people who had left to the bigger hill That's all survived. That's the scary thing about watching those tsunami videos online, is that you see the water coming in, and everyone's, like, trying to deal with it. Because it doesn't come in, like... It didn't always come in in such a massive way, but just, like, filled up. Yep. Yeah. So you think, all right, well, I stand on that balcony. And then it's like, okay, uh, okay, I'll find <laughs> that hole. And then right. it's like, 
Oh, okay. No, <laughs> where am I going to go now? Nothing was scarier than seeing those videos of like from like helicopter shots where you see the water coming in and people driving, yeah. trying to get away. Yeah. And like, like you see them turn the wrong direction. It's like, oh, they yeah, just, like they, they can't see it, but from up. the helicopter, you see it, like they're surrounded. There's no way. Yeah. Like, they're, they're still like trying to find yeah, a way out. It's like, oh, or it's just like when the it would worst. Like, hit like a beachfront town and you watch the water like pour down the streets. Yeah, and that had to be hor- horrifying. I couldn't imagine yeah. what it's like. Just like you're on a street and all of a sudden it's just there's, you're, you're waist deep in water. Yeah, or you're thirty. Feet deep in yeah, water, you know. You just be freaked out. It doesn't matter. That amount of water is so fucking dangerous. So powerful. Yeah. You just can't do anything about us. I mean, what is it? Your knees, and then you're swept off your feet, and you're done, right? Yeah. There's some level. It's like if it's over so, a certain level. I think even with cars, like uh, it doesn't require much water for you to gain buoyancy because of your tires. Yeah. I think it's like three or four inches, and your car starts to float, and so you're swept okay, away. I say, when people die because of flooding. Is it because they're drowning or because they're just getting dragged across debris. stuff and dying? It can also be hypothermia, too. Yeah? Yeah, well, you're immersed in water, and it depends on when it is and what time of year it is, but yeah. You probably take in a lot of water. Yeah, like, you, you can drown or get killed by debris. I mean, I, I always like to think I could, like, you know, at least get myself where I can grab onto something and well, maybe prevent myself. But then I imagine, like, there's so, much, so much other stuff's coming and it's going to hit you. And, and, and you might not even see it. Maybe, like, shit under the water exactly. as well. It's just, like, also, fucking you Also, as soon as you, you breathe out, you sink. <laughs> So if you like take a, if you take in a, take in a deep breath and you just get a lung full of water, that's just one mistake and you're down. Well, you don't breathe yeah. underwater. I'm you saying, you like, take in water. You, there's okay. waves like going over your head. You have to time it right. If you just breathe uh-huh. at the wrong moment, then you'll just sink. Yeah. You just described drowning. But yeah, you can drown. <laughs> yeah, you breathe in water. And you're drowning on the surface. Have you ever been turned upside down underwater? Yeah. Where you, you didn't know which way was up? I actually once, there was this... Uh, he was subducted by a wave. <laughs> <laughs> I did this really weird thing once where there was this... It was in Tenerife, which is one of the Canary Islands where I used to go on holiday. It's near Africa. And there was this like little cove of rocks and the ocean would come in and it would like, rise up like almost to the top of the rocks yep. and then like plummet all the way down. And I used to time it so that I would jump as it was going down. So I would jump at the same speed that the water was going down. So it, to me, looking at the water, it just looked like I was floating. It's like kind of zero G effect. That's really cool. the rocks doing that? No, it, there's no rocks underneath. Well, there probably was, but way, way down. So it would, uh, even at its lowest point, it was still deep enough to jump into. Yeah, so we would okay. just like jump and like see how far down we could go with it. But there, there's that, some that sounds awesome. Well. Yeah, it was cool. But then I did get like just it we got really violent. I was like, oh, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Oh, I'm gonna die. And I just thought I just tried to relax and float, and then it was fine. I climbed out. Yeah, I've been hit by like when I lived in Puerto Rico. I've been hit by waves before where. Like, I, I, I tumble a bunch, and I try to recover, and then I, I start swimming towards what I think is the surface. I'm like, wait a minute, nope. <laughs> no, this is entirely the wrong direction. You also, That's terrifying, You man. saved a girl from drowning. You talked about that on the podcast before at, uh, it was tubing, right? Tubing, yeah. Yeah. And down in uh, New Braunfels. New Braunfels, yeah. There is really nothing worse than swimming towards the surface, then you hit dirt. Like, yeah. you really, that turned around. Usually it takes a wave, like, in the ocean to do that to you, too. You hit dirt. That happens yeah, to like, you. Yeah, like, if you swimming up, and you, you're just swimming down, oh. <laughs> bam, you're like, what the hell? And then you, like, reorient. Does your ear stuff that lets you know which way up you are, does that work underwater? Uh, yeah, sure. I think so. I mean, well, it's pressure. So if you feel yourself getting more and more pressure the deeper you go. Yeah, but he's saying, I think what he's saying is if you got, like, someone oh, flipped you yeah. around, would you know which way well, I always up? thought that okay. the, way, the way balance and ears worked is that it's, like, hanging things in your ear. Go ahead. And, like, if, so it's, like, they're doing that when you're set down. If you go upside down, they'll do that. And it's, it's the way of telling your brain you're upside down. But what do you mean? Um, no. I what think is the thing that hangs up the neck? I think I there's know, actually a thing. fluid, isn't it? It's, it's, it's in your uh, cochlea. Yeah. yeah. I but that, but that's why when, when that's you... Sound. That's sound. sound. But when you spin around, they go like swirly, and that's why you're dizzy. It's because you don't really know what way up you're How do they go? Swirly. Have you ever heard my impression of Gavin on the podcast? No. <laughs> you got to do it now. Here we go. Just volunteer yourself. Gavin <laughs> likes to ask questions that nobody would ever think of. 
ever in their lifetime. Well, apparently on this podcast I asked what is a period, so I'm kind of still really. <laughs> well, that, that that's a normal question. My impression of Gavin is, what, what if your legs didn't know that they were legs? <laughs> Just like completely nonsensical, it's, yeah, amazing question. That was a fantastic Gavin impression. <laughs> I know. You always have to start with the. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh man, I'm going to look up cochlea on the internet. Don't misspell that. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> actually, I'm, I'm envisioning now a plant that looks like a penis. It only needs to deal with these three, like. Arches on it, like three circular tubes that are on it, yeah. and that's what gives you your orientation. Did you ever see? Did you see the video of, of them demonstrating how the cat falls? It, it like flips its head and the body goes, but then they do it in zero g, or in space or wherever they are, and yeah. the cat's just like, just doesn't know which way to turn. It just can't do it because there's no. Let's test that with uh, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that is, Joe did they they really take a cat to space. Yeah, 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 they, 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 I thought it was the vomit comet. Yeah, they take comet. that plane and they put it in oh, a okay, parabolic. Okay. No, no, the vomit comet would work though because you're falling. No, no. There's okay. So, do you know? No. There, there no, is, like, how, do you know how weightlessness occurs in space? You just or, fall around the earth. Yeah, right. you're falling. Yeah. So how is that any different than the vomit comet? Because a cat on land, you drop it and it'll spin around. Is it? Won't it? But the vomit comet is when you have zero g. It's only the illusion of zero g. So I see what Gavin is saying. Gavin is saying the cat, cat is still falling. Still knows where the earth is. It's right, like, but it's falling in space. Space is just falling around the Earth. It's not falling in any direction. There's no it's wind. Space it's is coming falling to the Earth. You're falling the to earth. the Earth. Yeah, but you're not going down. You're not going. Yes, you are. You're going to things are, in ki- things are in constant entropy coming back down to Earth. Right, but it's we not enough for the cat to know that it's in a decaying orbit. Well, here we're going to find out. There's a cat on the vomit comet. I don't know, there's a cat, there's a weightless cat. I don't know exactly where it came from. It is, I've seen the video. They're on a plane. They're on a plane. They're in a parabolic arc, so they're in zero G. Okay, that's them them testing clearly without gravity. Who the fuck are they? What are those hats? (laughs) (laughs) These cats were having a nice day at home. That's like, yeah. Oh, see, they flip around, no problem. (laughs) Good job. All right, all right. Oh, here we go. Now this, oh, (laughs) that cat says, what is going on? Uh, for you audio podcasters. <laughs> this will be in the link dump. We'll put the oh link dump. Oh my god. Oh, those oh poor cats. So that wait, cat. I don't understand that. <laughs> they kicked it into the ceiling. I don't understand. What is the difference there? Whether there is no difference. Oh I'm telling god. you, it's the same thing. If you're if you're if you're in a free fall, you are in free fall in space. You're just falling very fast around the earth, back yeah. down to the earth. But what Gary is saying, you're in up. free fall just for a much less time. Yeah. Like if I drop my right. gear, it's in free fall. But Let's say I climbed up a really tall ladder on Earth, and I dropped a cat. It would go the right way up and fall. Actually, <laughs> this it? fucked me up. We had, we had a standardized test in the U.S. called the ACT test. ACT. It's ACT. A-C-T. And one of the parts was reading comprehension. We had to read a passage in it and then answer questions on it. Well, there's like ten of those in that section, and I was blazing through it, filling everything out, and I get to this one section and the reading comprehension was about a trait in cats that if you take them and you throw them they land on their feet but if you take them and you toss them out of a 20 or 30 story building there's after a certain amount of time of falling they write themselves but then they do this they spread out like this like flying squirrels yes yes and so they land flat and their their rib cage absorbs the impact and let's remember this because i read this in this passage so a cat that falls from 15 plus stories has a better chance yeah. of surviving than a cat that falls below that. Yeah, there's like a dead zone in the middle. Right. Because yes. yeah. the cat don't have the time for that mechanism to kick in. 
and Tats survived these unbelievably long falls. And I was laughing so hard. <laughs> and of course, like, who the fuck is that? But this, these cats, like, Here's the deal. This is my point, guys. Okay. You drop a cat out of a 50-story window. <laughs> It will right itself immediately and glide to the bottom. You don't know that. You've never seen that. I imagine it would. Yeah, but we, we can speculate that. I'll so give you that. So why didn't the cat when, falling inside when, the plane When you're that? falling out of a 50-story building or off of a tall ladder, you have like wind and other so factors also adjusting you. I'm saying that's one of the factors yeah. affecting. When you're in an enclosed space like that, you're falling inside of another object that's also falling, yeah. so you don't have those other cues as well. So you are seemingly weightless. You have no external forces on you. You don't have gravity right. on you. Seemingly so don't have gravity no, on no, you. No wind resistance. So a blind cat that couldn't feel wouldn't be able to write itself. <laughs> Can, we that is Can we qualify this anymore, please? <laughs> a, blind a blind cat, cat that couldn't feel. I don't understand. Like, what is the definition of feel? feeling? A blind, if, if, a blind, if, he's, if he's blind if to senses. Hel- if we had the Helen Keller of cats, are we threw it off <laughs> a building. Helen Keller could feel. <laughs> no, okay. So it's feeling. It's the one thing she had. We feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really if numb and really blind in the vomit cat. Comet. Water, Joe. Water. Okay. I think it's different if the cat's in space. I don't know. Well, how would it be different than cat's right. space? Why is it different than cat's space? Space gravity is different to planet gravity. I can literally see the gear. Space gravity is different to planet gravity. <laughs> <laughs> what does so that If the Earth is this big, if the Earth is, is this big right here, you look at me, okay? I'm looking the at Earth is this big. We're standing here, okay? The difference between where we stand and where the space shuttle or the ISS is not that great in comparison to the center of mass of the planet. It's not the actual the actual amount of gravity that the astronauts what, are under is not that much less. What altitude does the ISS and the space shuttle orbit at? Is it like 120 miles? I want to say. I want to say you're right. I think like 90 miles is to get outside the atmosphere, and I think maybe 120 miles. And geosynchronous orbits way the fuck out, and that's where it's stuff. far enough out that your orbit around <laughs> the Earth is the same as the rotation of the Earth, so the the satellite stays in the exact same position. That's what a geo. Have we talked? There's a band out there. It's, it's further out. That that's have, where things go. Have we talked about the time drift that the GPS satellites have experienced since they've been in space for so long? I think you talked about that a long, long time Wait, ago. How does that happen? So, uh, okay, this is like we're going to get is shit it for this. a second where the Earth is slowing down? No, well, what happens is I, I want to say that the faster you travel, that time slows down for you very slightly. It's, it's like super imperceptible. But the uh, GPS the satellites have been in orbit, you know, going... 20 or 30,000 miles an hour for so long that time has slowed down for them. So the onboard clocks that they have are off. They're totally off. So now any GPS device you have that that measures from the satellites has to account for the time drift that they've experienced. Can't they just cancel the time drift at the source instead of... No, because they're like atomic clocks, I want to say. Uh, Like they're very precise clocks. Um, Well, that's all, isn't it? If you have three satellites, they all send the time. And then your device will right. figure out the difference in time between each one very subtly, and that's where you are. Right. Yeah. So, th- cool. so obviously, it's a big deal for a GPS device. Yeah. So it's crazy to think that the satellites have, you know, they they haven't experienced as much time as, as we have. This is what I worry about when, t- like, I would like to rely on time as like my base. Like, time is time. Everyone sees at the same time. But then it gets to the point where, like, if you go to the speed of light, time doesn't exist or it stops theoretically well that's kind of what the satellites are experiencing on a, so on a what, smaller what scale is our, what is our base like where do we what's our anchor in all of physics I want to say that time does have a constant definition what? and I think that's <laughs> like that's how the atomic <laughs> clock works I want to say that they what have the I believe it's a cesium atom and they measure the like the amount of times that 
it gyrates or the, uh, yeah. the electrons rotate around it, and that's how they designate, like so many rotations equals a second. But yeah. it has some data here. Oh, no. The International Space Station is at an altitude of 230 miles. Okay. That's how high it is. 230 miles. So double what you thought it was. 230 yep. miles up. That's nothing. I don't know how high the atmosphere is, but it's 230 miles up. How okay. far away is Dallas? The geosynchronous orbit band, a geostationary orbit can only be achieved at an altitude very close to 22,236 miles up. Wow. And directly above the equator. Wow. That's crazy. That's Holy much God. higher than I That's thought. It's way the hell out there. What's How far is the moon? Gavin, how far away is the moon? <laughs> this tire rope around it, we can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pull it in. Well, it's, a few, it's a few days away, isn't it? I mean, they talked about like space elevators and stuff, right? Days? Yeah. Like that. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. But it was something about. Is it? I remember. I remember something about space space elevators was the fact that they were moving so fast. They get like, like static electricity or some sort of electricity builds a charge because it's literally like a giant sail in the sky, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's so. no atmosphere. Yeah, the sail is. I don't want to get into it because I don't yeah, want to get yeah, into it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I remember, I remember in high school talking about this, about the idea. You don't want to get stuck on that tethering, elevator. So, tethering something <laughs> in space. Like, at what point could you literally, like, position something in space and, like, point it towards Earth and it wouldn't, you know, fall out of the sky? Yeah. So there's also a special orbit where they put stuff that they don't need anymore. Like, they just move the orbit higher. Well, or, I think it's higher. Or is it lower? And gravity is a, is a very powerful force. Like, we get gravitational pull from the moon on our oceans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, gra- we get affected by gravity from pretty much everything in, uh, in the solar sounds, system. Sounds I would real. think they would move stuff they don't use anymore lower so that it burns up in the atmosphere. Yeah. I think like Because if you put things higher, they're going to keep coming back down eventually. Oh, yeah, the, the moon, moon is 238,000 miles away. So a tenth of the way to the moon. Yeah, a tenth of the way to the moon. That's pretty That's significant. It? Wow. That's pretty That's significant. It? I thought like. it was a lot more than that. For yeah, well, one of the, yeah, one of the reasons why Earth stays so safe too uh, is like there's like a, there's like a lot of different what? things that keep Earth safe. God, we're on a fucking science podcast. Yeah, we, we did it again. How do we do that? I don't know. Like the magnetic fields protect us from the sun and from solar radiation. The solar Van radiation. Allen belts. Right. Well, <laughs> and, and, and from, <laughs> from meteors and all that, we're really protected by Jupiter. Like the Jupiter being oh. as enormous as it is. It's not though. It it's big. But it's so damn far away. What's going to do it? What's it has do? an enormous gravitational pull. Big. That's what it does. Have you ever seen the demonstration of gravity? This was this is what like sold it for me when I was a kid, where they get someone gets like a giant flat sheet and everyone holds it taut. Yeah. And it's like this is this is the universe. This is space. And you get like a baseball and you put it on the sheet and it creates a little dent. Mm-hmm. So if you roll a marble, it like circles and eventually ends up there. Like that demonstrates how gravity is. You get a basketball, it has a much bigger dent and pulls much worse. So if you throw the bar the marble through bowling ball on that. Same thing. Shit. It like it, it affects the, the like that's a good way to think of gravity. It's like these giant forces. I get that, but imagine a sheet down. the size of the country and then put a baseball on it. Yeah, that's imagine a sheet scaling. the size of a country and then Jupiter's like the size of Texas on that sheet. No. Here. Jupiter is the solar system's largest planet, and it creates both good and bad conditions for Earthly life. On the one hand, Jupiter's powerful gravity prevented space rocks, space rocks orbiting near it from coalescing into a planet. That's why our solar system has an asteroid belt. On the other hand, Jupiter's gravity also protects us. Long-period comets enter the solar system from its outer reaches, but Jupiter's gravity slings most of these fast-moving ice balls out of the solar system before they can ever get close to Earth. Thank you, Sorry, they're coming in, they they hit Jupiter's gravity, and then just circle around right back out. So whenever I see the asteroid belt on a a picture or something, there's always, like, dense asteroids in a big ring all the way around between Mars and Jupiter weather. It can't surely be like that, can it? No, I I think it's actually really really sparse. It's like giant. Yeah. Wasn't, oh, right. wasn't Jupiter in Star Trek the movie where they they warped back towards Earth, uh, the, towards the solar system? I think that was Saturn. Was, was it Saturn? Yeah. They were hiding in the rings or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's kind of weird that all of the the planets are on the same flat plane. plane. No. One of them is it's not. not. I don't think they are. 
They are. It's just rotation that does that. Rotation of what? The rotation of the solar system. But I thought, I thought, no, I think I thought Pluto, Neptune or, or Pluto is on a slightly different... That's different. not planets! Neptune, Neptune, Neptune is. is. Neptune is. Yeah, fuck off. But what, what, is, what is stopping from, from Earth going around the sun like this, and then Mars going around It is the that. rotation of the entire thing, including the sun. So the sun's rotation does it. Yeah. Everything, everything's in motion. Well, you can't time. say everything. It's the sun or the planet. Like, no, 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 the no, sun thing. also moves. So the whole, I know, I know, the whole solar system no, is moving through the galaxy. You say the solar system as though it's like a plate. How do, like, yeah, it is. How do we get on this rotation? It's not. It's just different objects. It's interesting. All right. Let's kill talk science. About, right. Kill science. Let me, let me talk about something. Go ahead. Tongues, right? Do you ever okay. brush your tongue when you're brushing your teeth? Absolutely. Yes. I do. All the time. I used to do that because it's like sometimes you wake up with like a your mouth tastes like gauze, so which is something I don't understand. How can I brush my teeth at night? I get yeah. to bed and my mouth tastes like Dude, crap. Because your mouth asleep. is closed when you're sleeping, so all the saliva. My mouth is fucking open. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> but you can fall asleep. I have the drill things to prove this. <laughs> you can fall asleep for 20 minutes on a plane, and then you wake up. It's like, ah, damn it. <laughs> So I've been like, I just brush my tongue just to get that shit off. Well, you know why I, you have to brush I, your tongue. You know why you. That's where all your bad breath lives. Yeah. Anyway. I used to brush my tongue, but I feel like when I brush my tongue, it like activates my gag reflex, yeah, and I want to. Yeah, I'm doing that. Like my gag How reflex. Are you brushing no, your even tongue? if it's like here in the middle. That, that's an animated gif. It depends. It depends. <laughs> to the other animated gif. I feel like you're brushing your tongue, guys. <laughs> For me, it depends day to day, like how vigorous I can be with my tongue. Like some mornings, I like I've done all my teeth, and it's just like, uh, and I'm just like, I just touch the wrong bit. It's like, I'll give it a miss today. But, but I, went, <laughs> I went to the doctor. This is probably like two or three months before I came here. I think I, my, my tonsils were swollen or something, and it was one of those days where I had a really sensitive gag reflex. So the woman trying to look at my tonsils, and I was raising my tongue, and she was like trying to press down, and she's like, "Can you relax your tongue?" And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and she was like, right, I'm just going to use this stick. So she put this stick to the back of my tongue. Oh. And then like it was like a little wooden, like a lollipop stick. She yeah, like, this was, she a was tongue like, depressor, it's called. Yeah, she was doing this. And then it went, she snapped it. She's like, Jesus, oh, you have the strongest tongue I've ever seen. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Ladies, in he is end, single. In the end, she just Men, had to, like, he is single. She just had to hold the tip of my tongue for like five minutes. I bet she did. Until I naturally like depressed it. She was like... Yeah, your tonsils are right. And then I went, but it was just like, I got a really strong. So let me get this straight. Just the dentist is sitting there with you, and she's doctor, holding your tongue doctor, for five minutes. Like, you just, did you make conversation? Just like, yeah, that's awkward. Staring at each other for five minutes? Hey, yeah. baby, you got a like, sweet tongue. Relax, relax, relax. And I was just like, like so, so what a shitty patient you are. You're just the worst. I had my tonsils removed when I think I was either 10 or 11. Right. And like two or three years ago, I went to the doctor, and he did the same thing. And I have the same problem where I can't relax my tongue. And <laughs> we fight for a bit, and eventually he, he looks, and he's like, oh, yeah, your tonsils look okay. And I'm like, I had my tonsils removed 24 years ago or whatever. He's like, okay, I lied. I couldn't see that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Totally Holy caught shit, him. man! What an honest doctor, what an honest lying doctor. Yeah. Wow. My dad, my dad, you'll love this story, Gus, because you have siblings that you can't stand. My dad, his brother got tonsillitis. The doctor comes around and says, "Oh yeah, Justin has uh, tonsillitis. We're gonna take his tonsils out." But since I'm here. Why don't I just take out all the kids' tonsils? <laughs> that is they, awful. They took out. I hate him. They took I'll out. smack him. Five <laughs> kids. Oh my god. Oh. Is it because good or bad to do, do that now? Do you think he was like, I need a second story on my house? So what am I yeah. gonna do? <laughs> well, I think it was like, like post-depression era with my dad's age. Everyone says that like it's a casual. Oh, I have my tonsils out. It sounds horrible. Yeah. It's carving out. Oh, your, like, like melon back. And then you get like bowls of ice cream. No, for I re- well, have they asked anyone else had their tonsils out? Yeah. No. I remember waking up. 
and like I felt like my throat was on fire. I woke up and I instantly like felt burning. I tried to scream because it hurt so bad. Is and like with your tonsils or after they were gone? Like after they were gone. Okay. I tried to scream and like nothing came out. I was like ah 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 <laughs> ah, ah. And it was like 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 tears are streaming down your face and you can't use your throat at all. And you're, you're right. People are always like, oh, they give you ice cream, they give you sherbet. Fuck that. It hurts so bad. You can, you can buy ice cream, Barbara. Yeah. You don't have to get your throat ripped apart. Oh, my God. A bowl of ice cream. The nurse comes by, and I'm, like, screaming. He's like, don't, it's okay, it's okay. Don't, don't try to talk. I'm like, I'm like, nothing's coming out. I get tonsil infections all the goddamn time, right. especially as a kid. Who had, the, who had the time from when my chair broke? No. Oh, 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 I finally back, and I said, <laughs> so we bought some new furniture for yeah. the podcast set. And, and as we were, we, because of the fucking cat, we haven't been able to test it. We've Shut up. That's not the cat. The cat had nothing to fucking do with not being able, able to test the test furniture. You can't so keep a cat at bay? Day, we take the cover off, and what happens? The chair doesn't work. You don't have any excuse out. We <laughs> showed the audience. You. I, 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 I imagine you Joe with like a screwdriver. You can chew the cat. You can wiggle the cat. He's fine. You can't fight up a fucking cat. Show the cat's crotch to the eye. A chair doesn't work. A chair doesn't, is like, you can't say that about a chair. You can say that about many things, but a chair is just something you sit on. You wouldn't assume that it's broken, but it's brand new. I wouldn't say assume like that either. Yeah. I also noticed, too, that you didn't know that the chair was broken, but who got the fucking broken chair? Not you, right? No, not me. Yeah. It was pure luck. It was a 50-50 shot. No, 50-50. <laughs> well, there's only two chairs to the rest of the couch. All right, so I got to tell you, but we were talking about memory earlier. I'm going to go all the way back to that, and I'm going to tell you something that fucking drives me crazy. What drives so, you crazy, Burns? So... I'm going to make up a number here. but this Make is, up a number. This is essentially what the number is. Four. Got a new address. A and new I address. Shut the fuck up. I couldn't remember the new address. And let's just say the, the new address is 6714 Happy Lane. Okay. okay. And I, I just couldn't remember 6714. I just could not fucking remember it. And I made that comment. I said, I can't remember the number. And someone I know says to me, they go, oh, it's really easy to remember 6714. I go, how do you do it? They said, well, six plus seven is 13. Except it's not. It's 14. <laughs> I went, that is so fucking stupid. I'm now I can't forget it. I can't fucking forget it. And it's like, now I'll never forget that address because that thing is that's a, that's such like a saying, stupid way to remember it. That's like saying, like, 21 plus 3 is 1,000, but it's not. not. It's the number you're supposed to remember. This is Do you how remember the addresses like that? I feel like I always try to, to invent, like... Numerical tricks to remember uh, all the time for addresses and phone numbers. I do that. That's actually one of the most difficult things I've found living here is that in the UK numbers start at one on a like a, on a road and they'll they, they, they you never get a number that's like forty seven oh four. Is it because they're really no, short? No, you just roads. live in a small town, dude. What? You just live in a small town. Numbers, Tame start, numbers start at one here also. <laughs> yeah, but they don't. They're just they're short roads, I guess. I, I guess. Well, how do you number streets? Do you like? Do you know how streets are numbered in the U.S. Like how an address works? Well, we don't have that. We don't have blocks. Yeah. So it, like... it goes from one to nineteen, and that's it. Why nineteen? Because then you'd have two zero. <laughs> Why nineteen? What? No, you have twenty after nineteen. So you said it, it like goes normal. from. But you said they no, don't start, start with twos. Doesn't necessarily mean. It means they start at one. Yeah. What, what does that mean? They start at the number one. The address is one, two, three, four. Moving down the road. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sure the street, one hundred. Say I live at forty-seven, twelve. Yeah. I'm sure that street doesn't start at zero or one. Well, numbers in the U.S. start that way. I mean, there's thirty Rockefeller Plaza. That's true. Did That's you all get confused with the uh, address system in Japan when y'all were there? We didn't know shit. I didn't we really didn't see an yeah. address actually. Where so the, the blocks? Uh, how did it work again? It's been a while since I've been there, but I want to say that the address varies, like. There's block numbers. So, you, like, let's say you're in Shinjuku, where you all went to. Yeah. There's like a block one, block two, block three, block four, and then each block 
the number address of each building depends on the date it was built. So the oldest building on the block is number one. The ah. second oldest building is number two. So none of the numbers are right next to each other. Oh, so man. The buildings if are. the first building falls down, they've got to renumber everything. Right. Everything <laughs> changes. That'd be a, an expensive mistake. All right, Gus, they're saying your mic is low, so I'm going to tell they, a story about the Emmys. They just fixed it. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, they're, they're, there's a slight delay for the street. Oh, they're yeah. Okay. Tell a story about the Emmys anyway, Bernie. Yeah, do you want to hear about this? I'll, dude, I, I would Jack love to hear really about the Emmys. jealous about it. No, like, no, like... The, the well, Emmys. No, that's... No, like, no, I'm very happy for you, but I'm incredibly jealous that you got to go. I would love to do something like that. Emmys. Oh, I didn't know... If, you, if I'd known you wanted to go, I would have brought you. No. No, I was say... We were in Philly. I know, we were in Philly. I had a great time in Philly. Yeah. I'm Philly, sorry. Emmys, you know. I, I, you know what? RT Philly is one of the only fan events that I have not been to. R, RT Philly and RVB Minnesota I have not been to. Who did you meet at the Emmys uh, of notable work? I don't want to get to that because that will be like a, the biggest douchebag segment ever. Name but I met drop. really cool people. You're the, allowed to name drop one person. The coolest person I met by far that I was most excited about. There was somebody you would like from Breaking Bad, but I met uh, Peter Denklage. Dank. Awesome. The imp from uh, Game of Thrones. Legend. Fucking awesome. Meow, 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 I'm meow, sure. meow, 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 meow. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's British or not. He's American. He is. He yeah. sounded British, though. Really? Yeah. I, I can said, tell by his, his accent. Yeah. Are small. you not allowed to say who else you met? Totally cool. I just want to get all douchey like oh, that. I can, yeah. Who did you meet from Breaking cool. Bad? You already said you met someone from Breaking Bad. Uh, Aaron Paul. So I, cool. I met him. Oh, yeah. 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 He won an Emmy that night. He won an Emmy that night, too. Yeah. It was, like, it was like super brief, and I was going to try to get a picture of... Uh, it's the only person I was going to ask for a picture, but then he got called away... By, it was on the red carpet. I got pulled away by a reporter like instantaneously as soon as I said hello. And uh, I, so I took a picture of his back for, for Jack. <laughs> so I it was like, Sweet it was like literally instantaneously. That's so cool, though, man. Yeah. No, and then he won an Emmy that night. I mean, what are the odds of that? Like, I think it's the only Emmy that uh, Breaking Bad won. Yeah, it was, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. the fuck was up with that? I also noticed that Aaron Paul did not thank Brian Cranston in his Emmy speech. I'm sure he, just, he must have just forgotten that. Yeah, I mean, he seemed overwhelmed a little bit like... Uh, yeah, well, it was his, yeah. his, his third nomination, second Emmy. Yeah. And uh, that's still pretty badass, though. I mean, He won an Emmy for Breaking Bad before? Yeah. I, I'm going to point something out. Okay. I'm going to point something out. Every, everybody who won an award there always made sure to thank the creator of the show. And like, I was hearing all these creators like, oh, like, thank you, Vince Gillian? Is Vince Gilligan. Gilligan. Yeah. And uh, I thought she thought that what it was, but I want to make a fool of myself by saying Gilligan. <laughs> and uh, everybody thanked the creators of the show. I have no illusions that if anybody won an acting award in Red vs. Blue, they would fucking thank me for making the show. <laughs> there wouldn't ever be that for a heartbeat. I like the idea that you would think, you know, they're, I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm going hey, to stop talking right there. Anybody win an award? Um, so speaking of actors on Red vs. Blue, I was in my car the other day listening to ESPN Radio. And uh, a commercial came on, like a, a national spot came on. It was a McDonald's ad, and it was a mom talking to her son. And I'm 99% positive the mom is Lietti. Who plays who, the pilot. Who's the pilot on Red vs. Blue. Who we love very much. We, I, do, I Lee, love Lietti. Lee, awesome. Lee is so awesome. Man. My, my favorite cool. scene in season 10 is the one where Lietti, the pilot, and Delta square off, and she won't let him on the plane. Now, have we, have we talked about the, uh, the, the live, the read we did at the studio? Have we, have we mentioned that at all? Uh, we've we, mentioned it in the past. You know what? I think okay. we talked about it on the commentary for the season 10 DVD. Okay. Can we, can we talk about that, or do we want to keep that? Sure, no, go ahead. Yeah. So we did a, we did a, a live read-through of season 10. This the first time that's ever happened. It was the, the season was, uh, that, I mean, it's completely different. Not completely different. It's, it's quite a bit different from that read-through than it is on the final product, but we still had a lot of actors in town reading that. And, I think uh, it was almost every actor except for one, right? Uh, Shannon Merlin, who plays uh, Agent South, South, could not be there. And Elijah Wood was not there as well. Elijah I don't was think not we had cast Elijah at that point. Uh, no. Yeah. No, no, we had. We, we thought had. he might be playing it. Yeah. Okay. So who, who played the voice of Sigmund in that retreat? 
Uh, it may have been you, Bernie. No, I think Signal was played by Lamar Hall, who does the rapping on the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, he played okay. him in but, the um, But yeah, the, the bit between that, that scene in particular between, uh, between Pilot and Delta, which is Lee and Mark, that was awesome. It was one of those things, like, it, was, it probably got the, the biggest sort of reaction during the read through, and yeah. that, that's a great scene. I stand corrected. I think Nico played Sigma, and Lamar played Theta. So in that read, I know Lamar played someone. We have yeah. the video of it. It's, it's, is it on the season ten disc? Or I think is it on the box there, I set? think there's parts of it in the. There's uh, coverage. Hey, Brandon, you want to fill us in and tell us if it's on the. I'm pretty sure it's disc? in the behind the scenes. Brandon's in the other room. He's in the control room. All right. Yeah. He might be able he to Brandon, you can aim. Maybe maybe we can post a photo or something linked up so you can get an idea. But yeah. Anyway, it was a very very cool experience and uh, yeah, I got to, I got to read the narration part of it, which was a lot of fun. There was a lot more reading than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was really cool. I especially liked. Uh, we even did this fun thing where we got a photo booth. And we had mm-hmm. people go in the photo booth, like, uh, uh, um, the name is escaping me, I don't know why. The director and uh, the chairman. I can't think of the, name of the character. What? Yeah. They, what's no, that? no, it was Jack and, um, and, god damn it, now you oh, missed it. Jack and, uh, it was, what are you guys talking about? You talking about the actors? Yeah, director. Yeah. Asaf? No, 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 no he's no. counselor. Yeah, uh, it's on the TV. Jack and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, are you guys, who, who are you guys trying to think director. of the name of? The director and, uh, uh, and John Church Reed. and Dr. John, Church. John, Reed. John yeah, yeah. John. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I couldn't think of what you guys were saying. So they got, in the, they got in the booth together and they took photos together. And then Mark Bellman, who plays Delta, and, and John Dugan, who plays Yark, York, got in there. God, I can't say anything. I can't say the character's name. <laughs> Yark. Yeah, uh, they got in the booth together and they took photos together. So we have all these film strips of like all the guys who are on the red team, all the guys on the blue team, all the freelancer pairs, you know. My favorite picture from that set of photos is I think it's Jeff Williams and Lamar Hall. In that photo booth, and like Jeff's shirt is up, Lamar is touching his nipple. There's a lot of really uh, PG PG thirteen action going on. PG thirteen. I, I, I want to say Brandon texted me to say that uh, some of the cable read is on the behind the scenes disc. Okay. okay. When, when so, is all that coming out, by the way? November sixth. Remember well, to not forget behind the behind the scenes disc. That's in the box set. That's not in the season ten set. Correct. So you have to buy the box set, which is no. Everyone's going to buy the box set. Dude, I want that box set so bad. That Blu-ray set is going to be awesome. The DVDs are awesome. Yeah. Like, we've been testing them for... The Blu-rays are pretty sweet, too. They look awesome. Uh, Have you done the thing where you've replaced all the DVDs of your favorite movies with Blu-ray? A lot of them, yes. Uh, a, lot, a lot of my Blu-rays got stolen. Have, I must have re-bought, like, maybe 50 movies on Blu-ray. I got, a, I got a sad, like, period of time in there where I bought all HD DVDs. <laughs> then I bought Blu-rays Why after that. You? See, I thought so... we, Bernie and I were both adamant that HD DVD was going to win out. No, no, I, I, no, I was, I was the same way, way, too. My dad was also no, well, that but, way. The rationale was people knew what DVDs were, mm-hmm. and, and they knew, knew what HD was. Right. They knew what VHS was. No, no, listen to me. They don't know what Blu-ray is. That's like an unknown thing. Yeah. They know they want HD. They know they have a DVD. Why not get the HD DVD? Yeah, but what I'm saying is they went from VHS to DVD. They're nothing. It's not VHS right. plus. Because that didn't exist. All, all, what didn't exist? All I'm VHS s- all, plus. Gavin, all we're saying is DVD. we're thinking about the average consumer out there when they go to buy a Blu-ray player or an HD DVD player. I literally said, Gus, people are going to be saying in the store... I have an HD TV. I'm going to get an HD DVD player. Like that just would make sense. The average consumer out there. How, how important do you think PlayStation Three was to it, letting it Blu-ray was win? The the, thing. You think so? It was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that a PlayStation had a Blu-ray player in it. In fact, I think it was also critical to the sales of the PS3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, well, yeah. No, no, no. Not, oh, yeah. The, okay. It was the only yeah. reason I bought a PS3. It's the only reason I, have a I bought my PS3 on eBay with no controllers and a remote. Really, well, I it, it as a Blu-ray. Player. It also makes sense because you know the PlayStation Two was highly responsible for DVD getting as pervasive as it was. Was oh. it really? I think so. I mean, I, I know more people had uh, nah. PlayStation Twos that would watch DVDs. DVDs started back in the no, Nintendo sixty four era. The, what helped DVDs was the Matrix. Yes, yeah. I think the Matrix yeah. DVD was really what uh, made people. What was, uh, what was your first DVD you bought? The first DVD I bought 
Man, um, I might have been the Matrix. Really? That late? Yeah. My favorite movie yeah. was Rush Hour. Really? <laughs> Mine was Hackers. I awesome. want to say Titanic. I don't think Titanic. Titanic didn't come out on DVD for a long time, I thought. The oh, first yeah, DVD, you're right. I have no yeah. idea. Fuck it. No, Twister was the one you just always see at Best Buy. I think or... it was the first DVD. No. Yeah. That can't be right. Why don't we no, no, search we on the internet? Twister was the fingers. one. All right, it's fine. Jeff, that's, Jeff, that's Jeff, Jeff, you might actually be right. Are you sure the PlayStation played DVDs? Yeah, PlayStation yeah, 2. Okay. Well, PlayStation 2. Yeah. PlayStation, PlayStation 1 came out in 1995. DVDs came out in 1996. Let me see when PlayStation 2 came out. PS2 launched in 2000. 2000. Yeah. Yep. October 26, 2000. I think D- DVDs had come out. What was the October first? 26, 2000? Wow. Yeah. Look at you. Wow. I remember that. I was in Janesville, Wisconsin, and I says, bought one in the middle of nowhere. When someone says something that was 10 years ago, what do you think of? 2002. You don't. I, I, I think still think of like 1990 wow. something. So do I. All right. So according to this, this website, this Yahoo website, it says that the first DVD was Austin Powers. No. No. Are yeah. you on Yahoo Answers? Yahoo Answers. No. This is a religion. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> blah blah blah. It's hard to read. Uh, yeah. So it's hard to read from here. The Mask and Austin Powers, which I remember that Austin Powers is because it was like that paper one. Remember, like those the the, the boxes were like paper with yeah. a little clip on the side mm-hmm. and everything, but. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, hackers though. In there was like this crazy bonus scene with like, or not like this bonus feature. Where is this like the uh, the virus or whatever that weird worm thing? Did you ever watch a DVD that made use of the angle button, where you could just press porn? The porn. Really? Yeah. yeah. Porn had. Oh, that. is that what that's for? Porn is. <laughs> really oh. Because say, like, the why thing is, director, directors typically don't want you to fuck with what they've done unless they really want you to words. fuck with what they've done. <laughs> They don't put. They're not gonna put that on a DVD. They put a different angle for a shot. They're just not gonna do it, you know. Well, that's like, why I was wondering. I've never had a, a movie board. that you could do. Yeah. yeah. It's it makes sense now. That's amazing. I'm blowing my mind. Guys are you gross. Know, dates are funny though too. Like, they kind of lock in your memory for like. What do you think of? What is election day? What date is election day to you? No, it's uh, Super 8th? Tuesday, November. Uh, but what is it though? To it, me, it's, it's the first the, Tuesday in November. That's it, it. It, it's it's free floating to you. Yeah. Right. To, it's not to me. To me, election day is November fourth. Even though I know the rule that you know it's the it's Super Tuesday, and it's going to be the first Tuesday of the month, right? Is, November, is, is, is it Super November sixth? Election year? day? I thought Super Tuesday was something else. No, Super Tuesday is election day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's November 6th this year, right? It's yeah, November 6th this year. Remember not to not forget. There you go. I but to, to me, it's always locked in as November, as November 4th. And I'm okay. sure some people think of Thanksgiving as being a very specific day. I don't. I think of it as floating, you know? I sure don't. Oh, sorry. You have Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which is a real thing. I thought that was yeah. a joke. <laughs> I thought Canadian Thanksgiving was a joke that people... No, it's about. a real thing. It's in October. I think it's October 8th this year. October Are you going to celebrate? I've never celebrated Thanksgiving. Bare Naked Ladies had a great joke about that at a concert. They said... Uh, they were talking about Thanksgiving, and they said, wait, Canadian Thanksgiving or regular people's Thanksgiving? <laughs> that was it's joke. true. That's what everyone says to me. Yeah. So I might miss Thanksgiving this year. I'm thinking about going to Minecon, which is in Paris, like oh, the weekend Disneyland after, Paris. after, uh, after Thanksgiving. Disneyland. So I, if so, I would go out there before. Why would you miss Thanksgiving? What does it mean you miss Thanksgiving? Because I'd have to fly like, out on Thursday to go yeah, be there by Missing Thanksgiving, Saturday. though. Well, what am I doing? Eat a fucking turkey on the plane? <laughs> yeah, I bet they would do that. Okay, can, can I get back on a Disney for something? You might go to game days out in California, I right? I might go to game days. If I go we to a Minecon, I, yeah. I won't go to game days. I don't know okay. what that is. What is game, game days? Game days is uh, an annual thing that Mega64 has yeah. where it's like a community meetup that we have. But they have all their foreign members come down to Disneyland, and I, then they I have. I think like, it's November 18th. It's I November say. 18th or 12th. No, no it's, it's 18th. It's later. 18th, yeah. yeah. We should, we should do I just love the Minecon site. We're gonna have to put this in the link dump. 
That is a kick-ass website. Look at this. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, oh, that's, oh, oh, wow. That's, that's cool as hell. <laughs> Show it to the camera. Yeah, here. Well, well, no, 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 no. Show it to the camera. We have a <laughs> yeah. computer hooked into the system. Yeah, but he already has it loaded up on his computer. That would be much better. Than I'm just trying to make things go quicker. <laughs> it's like minecon.mojang.com. Exactly uh, if you're all in the control, you get ready to cut to the computer here. All right. This and is cool. There we go. Okay. Right, hold on. Wait. Don't scroll yet. Wait till we get it on the feed here. We'll see. Brandon, if you could please pull Slightly up the computer feed. Take your time, Brandon. Are, don't, we're not waiting. How excited are you guys to show a website? Minecon, more like your con. He's got to find the button. He's coffee down himself, but he's patting himself. Clearly. Down right now. Oh, there hey. we go. All right, we got a picture. We got a picture. Okay, give me a picture. Picture. All right, here we go. You ready? Oh, so scroll down and look. Look at that. Oh, it's music coming from the site. Ooh. Oh, hang on. I don't know where my scroll oh, wheel. Creeper. I can't see my scroll wheel. You saw a creeper. Yeah. What? It's like it's like it's what is it called? Parallax or uh, what, what's the multi-plane thing called? Perspective. No, so it's, it's subduction. <laughs> So that's, it's, it's hard to see, but like the background is moving at a slower pace than the uh, the front. Is that Disneyland that's, Paris? You said Disneyland Paris. Yeah. That's the thing where like, if you look at if you're in a car and you look at a tree, everything in front of the tree is going one way, and everything behind the tree goes another way. No. What? No. Nope. No. No. Explain yourself. Go ahead. So you're you're in a car. Yes. yes. Going down car. the road, and you look at something like just in the distance. Right. Everything in front of that will be moving past that object one way, yeah, and everything behind it will be moving the other way. Moving the other way? Yeah. So you have object in the middle, stuff going like this yeah. in front of it, and stuff going like this behind it. So when I look at like mountains in the distance, they're moving away. They're moving with me. Well, it depends where you look. If you look at the furthest object, you can see everything's moving one way in front of it. Oh, that makes sense. I see what you're saying. Because it's very. Do you? No. <laughs> I don't see that at all. Look, I was just saying, I have no idea what's going on. All right, so Emmys. So a couple, of things, a couple of things that happened at the Emmys, which I thought were really interesting. Um, they let you... Sorry, Barbara's drooled all over. Oh, did you <laughs> nice job, Barbara? She's got alcohol running down her face right now. First of all, Gus, can I get another beer? Yeah. Um, yeah. They give... There's a uh, full bar there. And the show started at 4.30 Pacific time. And they, we all had to be in our seats by that point. 4.30 time, Pacific. Pacific, yeah. And they shut down the bar at 4.30. And the Blame. bar didn't reopen again until 5.30. So it was shut down, thanks, for the very first part of the show. And then when it reopened, a bunch of really badass people like were like, Dee -dee. they all yeah. went off. And, and people get out of their seats all the time at that show. Huh. All the time. Like people were like after an award or at a commercial break, people would just get up and go. Then when you go to come back, they won't let you in until the next commercial break. So they just stack up people in the entry entryways. So I guess people aren't taking their seats during a speech or something like that. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Back. Yeah, that, it totally makes sense. So, and it was good. They do that at hockey games, too. They, they do. Also, did they really? They, they do. They actually hold you so that you're not distracting the players. Oh, that's cool. Well, they, uh, they also do the thing where, you know, they have the in-memoriam section where they yeah. show everyone who died. All the deads. Yeah, and they literally said to the audience during that break, they said, do not clap during the in memoriam section. Only only clap at the end. Don't so, clap for any individuals, clap at the end. At the actual award ceremony, is everyone paying attention to the awards or is everyone just having a chat? Kind of a there's little there's gotta be awards that nobody gives a damn about. Well no, I mean it's like it's Well they they carved those out for the separate technical achievement awards the day before, right? Like the Oscars? Uh, so a lot of them, but some of them are still, you know, not everybody's interested in. That's so my favorite thing about the Emmys was the picture Sofia Vergara tweeted uh, about her wardrobe malfunction where her dress popped open. Yep. And uh, you could see her butt. Nice. So she tweeted her or not? She tweeted herself. That's awesome. I guess she figured that someone else was going to release it anyway. Maybe. So yeah. why not just be do on top of it? Do you think it's better when celebrities do that to yeah, themselves? Yeah, 
Well, no, like that's like what I say when people are like, don't you ever get embarrassed when you're drunk? Don't you ever get embarrassed when you're naked in front of camera? I say, no, you just have to own it. Yeah. Well, that's like that one girl from uh, girl. the drummer from Scott Pilgrim, who's uh, married to Jay Burichell or whatever his name, or Burichell or whatever. She tweeted, she tweeted a photo of herself topless yep. that was meant to go, I guess, to just him. And she you know, she deleted it and then immediately went like, well, I messed that up. Sorry. And it's like, <laughs> she kind of like just owned up to it. Like, oh, it wasn't like, oh, what happened? I got hacked. It's like, no. She's like, yeah, I messed up. Oops. Whatever. Yeah, it's so. way better to do that. That just that's happened, like, right? Yeah, that's like, the, that's like the best way to handle it, though. It's Oops. like, oh, you know, I got hacked. Oh, oh, my God, my computer's been taken. It's like, no, just own up so, to it. I don't, what else happened at the Emmys that you want to share? I want, I want to hear all the dirt. Uh, I mean, nothing. There, was, uh, I, there wasn't anything in particular. Um, any crazy after parties you went to? We went to the Governor's Ball afterwards, which was like the main thing. I think it's where they go. The statues they get are not personalized because they don't know who won. And then that's where they go to get their statues personalized. Do they get a ticket? Do you know? Do they get yeah. a ticket? I think, I think they vouch for you if you have an Emmy. Redeem one Emmy. Did you see, <laughs> do you see I, a picture I'm, of I'm Tom Hanks? I'm aware of comedy writing. My name is Haywood Jablomi. <laughs> <laughs> do they like personalize it right there? Do they have like yeah. a guy who draws caricatures and personalizes yeah. your Emmy? <laughs> it's it's the like, same. Hey, do you like roller skates? <laughs> <laughs> It's you like soccer, don't you? He shows the names on the hats in Disneyland. Yeah. Have you ever seen them do that? Yeah. Those people yeah. are impressive, man. They can write in cursive with a sewing machine. Have you seen those people on the street who can bend your name into, with a piece of wire just in about 10 seconds? Yeah. People I've on seen the street are fucking talented. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a piece of wire. Oh, 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 oh. Bernie. Yeah. Right. Like the people who can like paint the sol- or the lunar landscapes with spray paint? Yeah. Those things look so shitty. I I'm have so, one of those. I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed what? by them. It's because you're so high from the spray paint you yeah. hanging there. You think it's awesome. Like Did you? When I lived uh, on the border, there was there were people in Mexico right across the border who would like write your name on a grain of rice and like yeah. make a necklace out of it. Yeah. It's like, how the fuck did you do that? Who the fuck knows? So also, why would you want that? With an Emmy, where... To, to get my visa so I could come and work in this country, I had to get a load of letters of recommendation from people, you know, people who are good in the industry that I'm in and won Emmys and stuff. And I worked with a guy who's won an Emmy. He's very proud of his Emmy. He, he Gavin actually like, had two Emmy award winners vouch for him to come to America and get yes. a visa. Yeah, three. Was it three total? It was three. Jesus. But there's this one guy, he, he was the guy who I filmed at his studio when I first started Slammer Guys, I'd film in there. And his Emmy's on, up on the shelf, and everyone knows about his Emmy. It's his big achievement in his career. Yeah. So uh, they, they were, the immigration lawyers were researching him because he, he, was, he had to write a letter for me. But yeah, they the, Roos- include, the Roosters Teeth lawyers. Yeah, the Roosters Teeth lawyers had to write his career, basically, on a piece of paper. And uh, it said, winner of two Emmy Awards and blah, blah, blah. And I, was, and I read through it. I was like, yeah, it all seems right. You might want to uh, change the bit where it says two Emmys. You only have one Emmy, right? He's like, yeah, I only have one Emmy. Yeah, I'll just get rid of that bit. And then, and then like a week later, he emailed me back saying, Shit, I won an Emmy six years ago. I didn't even know about it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Our lawyer found out that this guy had won a second Emmy. Yeah. He didn't even know it. And the other guy I worked for also won an Emmy for the same show. That was two undiscovered Emmys. They just weren't told. So were they super grateful yeah. for you? For, like, yeah. It was like, yeah. I've got two Emmys. And now there's a picture of him holding both like this. He's like, yes. But yeah, it was, it was awesome. And uh, did, did you realize that if you don't go to the actual show to collect your Emmy, you have to buy it. You have to buy the statue. I, th- I said you have to that, buy it even if you're there. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, had to pay, he had to pay, I think, $400 plus $100 shipping to get his Emmy from the U.S. Yeah. That's fine. Totally do that. Yeah. 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 I'll spend 500 bucks. And he was, he was like, look at the piece of paper, like, a lot of money for something that I didn't even know I had. Do it. <laughs> yeah. well, up. We need to actually start wrapping up. So like, if I we... got my car towed for the amount of. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you could have had an, a one in one fifth Emmy. I could have. Money you spent. Did you, you know... see that picture of Tom Hanks taping the oh, Emmy to his car? Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Honestly, I'm just gonna ignore what happened over uh, there. There's something weird about a film star taping an Emmy. I think to it's a... fucking hilarious. I think it's funny too, but I don't know. It's just. 
Um, you know, there's always a the thing that the Emmys are kind of less than the Oscars. Kevin. For those of you who aren't aware, the Emmys are the television awards yes. in America. Not but it's still better than the uh, Golden Globes. What's that? It's still better than the Golden Globes, though. You think so? Yeah. I think the Golden Globes are pretty prestigious. So is there anything else we want to hit before we wrap up here? Uh, I don't think so. Normally we end with where do we want to go for lunch, but, I mean, it's kind of late. Where, I guess we can talk about some dinner. Plans. I want to go to Roaring Fork. I want to go to Home Slice. Home Slice You've been good. talking about Home Slice all fucking time. Do we have any, Home Slice? I want some fucking Do we have pizza. any questions from anyone who fancies asking a good question? Uh, let's see. I'm going to go into the chat right now and see if there's any good questions going on. Jay I'm or Dan gonna, would be happy to hear we're going to have pizza. I'm not going to hold oh, my yeah. That guy is a pizza nut. We're pizza bros. I don't know if you know He's that. He's having pizzas all day How do you become a pizza bro with you guys? I can't tell you. I saw him uh, when I went out to Los Angeles. I had dinner with him and Thalia, and we went to um, a place called Worst Kucha in downtown L.A., and they have, you'd love it, they have sausage, and, like, you can get, one of them was duck and bacon sausage. Another one was, I had it, it was crocodile pork and cheese. That sounds the, good. Yeah, there's one that's rabbit and rattlesnake, and that's yeah. another one that I had too. Awesome. I, I had ostrich meat once. It was pretty good. I had ostrich meat. That's fairly common, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, what do I know? Brandon and I ate a, we ate a, a kangaroo when we were in Australia. I didn't even think that was legal, but apparently it is. Why wouldn't it be legal? You ate roo. That's a gaff. That's like their national. It's like on their flag, right? They're on the road, dead. What is it illegal to eat in the UK? Like I can name something right off the top of my head that's illegal to eat in the US. Humans. Okay, fair enough. I don't know. What is illegal to eat? We in the U.S.? Eagle. <laughs> that's funny. That's the exact thing I thought of, too. Yeah. America. You, know you can't kill an eagle. Well, you can't, no. I'm not a bald eagle, but what about like a brown eagle or something else? How would you go into a restaurant in America and order eagle? How would you do that? I think in the state of Texas, well, in the state of Texas, you cannot legally sell uh, deer. Like, I think the venison you eat, it has to be, like, a, a specific type of deer that's not native to Texas. Like, so, you cannot commercially sell white-tailed deer. Are you trying to say that eat, eating or eagle... for meals. Are you trying to say eating eagle is not le-eagle? Oh, wow. Okay. We can't, yeah. just, we cannot end on we that. We have to end, though. No, we can't end on that, though. That's I want to talk about... <laughs> I want to talk about. Person. I loved it, Barbara. That was awesome. <laughs> a terrible person. There's a YouTuber that I've discovered who I, I'm into at the moment. Speaking of roadkill and dead animals, he's is. Uh, I know this guy. It's, uh, his channel's called Food for Louis. Yes. He eats the grossest things. Like he just walked up to a pigeon on the road, been hit by a car, and he's just like, he's just a normal looking dude. Just tucks in, just like what? just like eating out of this dead animal. He's like, like pulling he's it off. Fucking disgusting. There was also another video which, I I just love watching stuff like this. I don't know why. It's like there's something buried within me that I like this. He took 10 mice from like a reptile food store like that you feed your pets like snakes, put them in a blender, blended them up, drank it in a cup. Oh. It's so disgusting. I just can't. What's it called? Food for Louis? Food for Louis. I don't want to. He's this English guy. I met him at VidCon. Oh, he's, he's British. Oh, yeah, he's I would eat 10 legend. mice in a blender rather than <laughs> fucking eat food in the UK. Yeah, it was gross. He food. eats a live tarantula. Yeah, he just point. eats living stuff is gross. That sounds something That's like the guy. That's the guy right? I don't want to see. Yeah, I never ever do this. Oh my goodness. I, I recommend the uh, the roadkill ones and... What's he eating there? What is that? Oh, yeah, no. move the scroll bar. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's the that's money shot right okay, there. Okay, I'm glad we're going to end on this <laughs> instead of the legal joke. Where are we going to eat? Oh, there you go. So yeah. I'll put this in the let's, link up too. Let's not eat where he's eating. <laughs> you know, listen, I'm, I'm with Gavin. Let's go to Roaring Fork. That was the restaurant that was right across the street from the old office. That's that place has great cedar plank salmon. Ooh, that's how I get. It's also where Angry Birds green, used to work. It has great uh, green chili pork. It does. Let's go there right now. You know who would like to go eat with us there? 
Monty. Monty, Monty has been working on something very, very cool, which we can talk oh, about soon. So we have two excited. things coming up we want to talk about. Something that Monty's been working on that's really awesome. And then also, and a whole team of people, but uh, uh, specifically Monty's been working on something cool. And then we have something right off screen over here that you can't see, which is very cool, and we're going to show it later. Yeah, right? we so, were hoping to show it this week. Um, we just ran into a bunch of technical problems we had to iron out. So we had to get this working, but next week we'll, uh, we'll have that working. Uh, it's not you, Kyle. I know you, you wish it was. <laughs> but uh, we're going to wrap up now. So I want to thank everyone for joining us for our inaugural that was fun. Um, streaming podcast. We hope uh, we'll have one every week. So join us every Tuesday at 7.30 Central Time. Uh, or otherwise, just listen for the regular audio podcast on through your normal channels. Will the audio listeners be able to watch this at any point? Uh, the sponsors will be able to watch it uh, probably tomorrow, and uh, we may open it up down the road. Awesome. All right. So anyway, thanks for watching. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.